You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. Well, welcome. Well, well, Internet. Welcome. Welcome. Well, welcome, Ted Fogg. Yeah. Do you remember when Charlotte wrote that in the web? <laughs> welcome. Welcome. <laughs> and the farmer was like really paranoid. <laughs> you got a broom and wipe that down. What's this yeah. fucking spider? No. <laughs> Hello, Ted Fogg. Get out of my fuck barn, spider. <laughs> 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 White spatters. <laughs> what I feed that rat is my business. <laughs> I wish I wish Charlotte had been in like Jeffrey Dahmer's house. <laughs> yeah. Or Albert Fish's. Albert, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Come on, Albert Fish is the like his little like funny like let's make it Albert Fish a Disney movie and he has a funny little spider yeah. companion. Yeah. Uh like I feel like I feel like the Jeffrey Dahmer spider would essentially be like the babe, the pig to Charlotte's mm. Web. Yeah, what, Wilbur, Wilbur, and Charlotte's Web. What was what Wilbur? Was, Wilbur. Wilbur. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I went on the Mister Ed thing. The there babe for a is like hurting the the sex zombies. <laughs> 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 yeah, Babe Three, Babe, <laughs> Babe, Babe Three. Did you know that human flesh tastes a lot like pork? I hear? Question mark. Pig in the city, and he winds up after that in Babe 3 in Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment. Uh, <laughs> babe 3, big trouble. <laughs> Opens the fridge to a human head. Talk to me. <laughs> Why aren't you saying anything, Mr. Seville? <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was when Babe realized. <laughs> I love this scene where Babe falls into a barrel of goo acid. I don't remember what he had. I think it was acid, right? Yeah. That he dissolved the bodies in. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer, not Babe the pig. Allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like to think that man. That'd be great. Like Babe, Babe just like Mister Magoo's his way through like Jeffrey Dahmer's house. <laughs> Or just like he's an immortal pig who keeps stumbling around like John Wayne Gacy to Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, he mea- he walks into one of the KFCs managed by John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> he goes home with them. Turns out the son of Sam actually didn't talk to a dog. It was just Babe the pig. Babe splashed in black and white paint, so he looked like. It. Yeah, he got Peppy Lepewed and then ran into <laughs> son of Sam. I didn't say kill the people. <laughs> <laughs> I said, give them skills. Skill, Skill the people. people. <laughs> this is Tadpog. <laughs> yep. We talk about Super Nintendo games on this. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, it's a game where two to three old guys. Two to three? Two to three old guys. So yeah. today. Yes. Because whenever whenever our, our ever-dissolving chaotic god, the randomizer. All hail the randomizer. Pointed up his its lich-like fingers. Mm. It's in Vegas Stakes. Mm, Vegas Stakes. I knew there's not a bigger Vegas head 
in the Tadpog Nation than across the pond, Ross Rachel Green. Mm. Well, before uh, before we do a delve into um, Vegas Stakes. Yes. Andrew stories? Yeah, I mean, I got like a billion of them because we didn't record last week, so right. like I just saved them all up. Okay, or do you want to let Ross go? Ross, Ross go first? Nah, he's being real quiet right now, so... I mean, it's he's a very long way away. Do you think we owe it to him to go first? Well, no, it'll just take a while for our voices to reach to him. Oh, to right, it's gotta go, it's gotta go. It's gotta follow that big cable that sharks bite uh-huh. like on the bottom yeah, of the true. ocean floor. The Eisenhower drug over to... Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. What have you been doing? What have you been up to? Uh, you know how I said I had a billion stories? Uh, they're all bad, though. They're all, like, not very interesting. Oh, okay. Um... My so my dad had brain surgery, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of sounds like a joke because uh, <laughs> it does sound like a joke I would make after talking about you know Babe the Pig, like, <laughs> convincing the son of Sam to you know murder a bunch of people in New York. But like everyone has a protein the, deficiency. Uh, <laughs> well, they should eat krill. <laughs> David, krill, krill the people. <laughs> krill for the people. <laughs> Yeah, so my dad, my dad had um, brain surgery last week, uh, the same day that your son had brain yeah. surgery. They're, bra- so they're brain they're, bros. They are brain bros. <laughs> That's what we call them now. Uh, everything went okay, uh, which is great because I was like super stressed out about it. Because oh, yeah. Um, it could have could have not I, gone great. I know how stressful <laughs> it is. Could have not gone great. Uh, so fortunately, like everything's cool, but it has been like. A major, like, a minor stressor, I'll mm-hmm. say. Like, it's mm-hmm. like everything kind of like, you know, it affects, there's a the butterfly effect, yep. you know, butterfly flaps its wings inside your dad's brain, and then it like affects <laughs> a whole bunch of things. Um, <laughs> you have a bad day at work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I've totally had some bad days at work. I don't know if they're related or not. <laughs> uh, but what it has done is um, it's affected me. It's affected like, um, I'm just more, like, tired and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've been, like, because of that, there have been two instances this week that I have uh, totally fucked up, like, real bad. You, I don't, okay, so, like, I don't feel like I've got, like, a really bad reputation for, like, being flaky with commitments. Oh, no, once you commit, you're the least flaky person. Well, that changed this week. Uh-huh. And that is for fucking goddamn sure. <laughs> and it's because... I've also been I've also been sick. Um, we were supposed to originally have recorded this. Well, originally we were supposed to have recorded Vegas Stakes last Tuesday, uh-huh. but then we were supposed to record it on Saturday. It's actually I didn't say anything, but it like worked out pretty damn good that I didn't because I was coming I was coming off of the the tail end of a pretty nasty cold, um, and I was worried. I'm I'm really worried about being like sick. In in your house. Well, thank you. Because <laughs> like I don't I don't want to be sick in your house. Mm-hmm. I mean like, um, but it, it was just a cold. But like, so I'm dealing with this, and it's like two times this week I have had plans for later in the evening, and it's like I get home from work, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna lay down, and Henry goes to bed, and it's like I'm gonna lay down and take a nap, and then I'm gonna wake up, and I'm gonna do this thing that I've got planned, mm-hmm. and then like. Both times I did not wake up. Um, the first time, uh, Lord Dennis drove down from St. Louis uh, so that he and I could go watch It, Chapter 2, mm-hmm. uh, because I like to watch movies with Dennis. Mm-hmm. Normally, we'd meet like halfway, like in Marion or something like that. Yeah. But like 
they didn't have a late showing. So that wasn't going to work out. So he drove all the way down, and I was snoozing. Oh, damn. In bed. Uh, yeah, so I felt really bad about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, a couple nights later, um, John of uh, Captain Gunnerd fame, he sent me a message saying, hey, do you want to grab a beer? And it's like, yeah, of course. Like, this is a this is a rare, this is a mm-hmm. rare, I got to seize this opportunity. It's like, I, I was going to play WoW Classic, but no, that is done. I'm going to go get a beer with John. Uh, my only rule was, you're driving, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, okay, I'm going to like, I'm going to, I got like an hour, an hour and a half before he's going to be here. Uh, I'm going to lay down in bed, <laughs> take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> So he was he was gonna be there at nine nine thirty and uh about ten o'clock I wake up and look at my phone uh and there's a message from John that says, I've been in your driveway for thirty minutes. Are you coming? <laughs> so yeah, I fucked up. Fucked up twice. Um, did you then get up and leave? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, I got he was still <laughs> not so bad. Yeah, he was still he was still in the in the driveway. He had a significantly less of a drive than Dennis had, mm. which man, I still feel really, really mm. super bad about mm. that. Um that's just so that's just it's it's not Raven and it's not David either. Like that is not I don't know, yeah, it's that, weird. It's not like you, but I mean you were sick, dad had brain surgery. I mean it's yeah, but I mean that was all done. I mean, you know, all that was all mm-hmm. worked out by, by Wednesday. Um, but I, I did go out with John, and um, I went to the strip club here in town ah. for the first time since I last went with, which was with John before he went into <laughs> basic training. And boy, has it changed! Mm. Have you been? Have you, when's the last time you've been to a strip club? To uh, our local strip club. It was with you and Brandon, I think, like many Christmases ago. All right. Many, many Christmases ago. The one ago. where you got a lap dance that you blame me and Brandon for, right? Oh, no. That was like the first time we went together. <laughs> no. We went again because for a while we would we had made a semi-tradition of going on Christmas Eve whenever true. like Jacob and Brandon were in town. Yes. Because like it was always just a funny story. Yeah, it's great. So I think <laughs> the last time I went was the time um, that one stripper came up to Brandon several Christmases ago. And uh, said, you know, Merry it, was, Christmas. it was, it's my birthday. <laughs> he said, you want to let me it's my birthday? He's like, I'll give you $200 right now if you show me your ID <laughs> and it's your goddamn birthday. <laughs> she just walked away. <laughs> well, the, I mean, it, believe it or not, it's gone downhill from that. It was a very bad experience. It was like... I, it cost $10 to get in, and I honestly do not think that it was worth the $10 Ooh, to get in. It Ooh. was very, very bad. This was on, this was late on like a prime, this was Saturday night. Like this was like 10 o'clock on Saturday. Mm. Well, no, it was later than that because it was after the bars were closed. Yeah. So it was like, I don't know, 1230, something like that, midnight, I don't, I don't fucking know. Uh, and it was just like, I don't think that these women wanted to make any money, which is like, if that's fine, that's you look, you don't want to make money, it's fine, but like, why, you know, like, I don't know, like, maybe just call in or something. I don't know, it must have been like, someone must have like died there earlier because it's like, you know, where the DJ does the thing where it's like, all oh, the ladies up on yeah, the stage, she's got a pretty kitty, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They like all got up two on the for one. All right, that means I guess I'll get one now. <laughs> right, yeah, two for one. That's a good. That's a good thing. They all got up on stage, and it was just like 
they might as well have all had their phones and like, <laughs> look, I mean, they were just like not motivated at, at all. Also, like none of them took their clothes off. <laughs> I mean, it was like, uh, we, at one point we went out to like, John went out to smoke and I went with them and I was like, is there like a new law, like, there's a law passed in Kentucky where mm-hmm. it's like, they have to keep their clothes on, like they can dance, but they have to like. Was keep... it like bikinis and shit, or like street clothes? It was just underwear. It was like mm. you know, and it was. I mean, it was like stripper underwear. It yeah. wasn't like you know your casual like. Oh, I'm gonna eat pizza, watch the new Dave Chappelle special, <laughs> and lay in bed. So <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'd enjoy <laughs> that part. Yeah, that would be actually that would have been great <laughs> if it's like the DJ had been like, "All right, I see no one's enjoying themselves out there, including the employees." So. We're going to play Sticks and Stones by Dave Chappelle on the projector and uh, drinks are half off. Everybody enjoy. Like that would have been like, yeah. everyone would have been like, yeah. Anybody got a preference on Netflix? Come on. Uh, it was sad. It really, it really was sad. How about and, Handmaid's Tale? Would that be weird? Yeah. That'd be weird to be watching that. I got some old episodes of Dream On from HBO if you guys want to watch you that. You guys want to get horny in a very nostalgic way? Put your hands together for that scene where the woman comes out of the bathroom and he's wearing nothing but a condom. All right. All right. Get those dollar bills out. Was Beavis and Butthead as good as you remember? Let's see. Everybody have a seat. It is. Um, but I'm not playing the music videos. I, but fuck that, right? <laughs> Here's what's fucked up about Beavis and Butthead. It's like I understand why when you watch it in like on streaming services or whatever, they can't show the music videos. Mm-hmm. I get it. You don't have the license to the, to show to play that music. I get it. But it really sucks. And like, what's crazy about it, like, is I remember like when I was a like in fifth grade. And watching Beavis and Butthead, I remember being like, this is great, except for these music videos. Yep. And like now that's, that's all how, I want. That's how I was, 100%. Yep. Now it's all I want. So I don't know. Outside like, of that. I still feel like a little bit like that. Like I don't, can't remember, I don't know if I've ever watched an SNL music performer. But you want to see them, right? It's always after the fact, and I, fast, I want to know who it is. Yeah. And I just fast forward through it every time. <laughs> every time. The last one I think I remember watching was when Sinead O'Connor tore up the picture of the Pope. Yeah. That was, that she should have eaten it. I think that would have been better. And then Babe runs across the stage. <laughs> All things point back to Babe. So I, don't, I, I can't give the local incognito a recommendation mm. anymore. I would say pass. Hard pass. All right. Maybe they just can't compete with and fantasy the internet. World, and Fantasy World's gone now. Yeah, Fantasy it, World's... It's just a bar now. Yeah. The perverts are losing here in our hometown. <laughs> that should be the title of this show. The Too many churches are and not enough just seedy, awful, sexual-ish places. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a definitely a lopsided figure At least there. there's always that romantics where a bro get a good hand job. Mm. That's the last batch. That is true. We have two romantics, so we got that going for us. And they're both on the side of town I live in, not to brag or anything. (laughs) Right next to the head shop that's really close to my place. So yeah, it's cool. I live in a cool part of town. Uh, There was like I don't got nothing out here. (laughs) Nothing. You got yeah. You got the Dollar General. That's true. Pretty close to Dollar General. That fucking sucks. Yeah, it's not a great Dollar General. Because like for a while, like. I would go and just like notebook paper on marker taped to the door, <laughs> closing at seven. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. all right, because for a while they closed at ten. Then I noticed some nines, some sevens. Then it became cash only all the time. Oh, that sucks. It's yeah, the, my dollar store fucking sucks. Where's the now. nearest ATM? Like 
20 minutes away. Probably the other dollar store down the road, yeah. <laughs> further down the road. Oh, there's one farther down the road? And there's one over by like Food Giant. Oh, oh yeah. Long. That's kind of far away. That's like a 10 minute drive easy. out of your way. Yep. 20 minute round trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. What have you been up to? Uh, well, because well, you brought up your brain surgery. I, uh, it wasn't so, mine. Well, yeah. Your brain mine, surgery crossed to bear. <laughs> yeah, mine's 23 years down the road. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, we noticed Jack had a fever for a while. We'd taken him a few times to the pediatrician, and then on Saturday we noticed his soft spot just like turkey's done, just kind of popped up it's like okay that's that that is not yeah that it's not good but the the soft spot's doing its fucking job that's good that's why yeah it's there so if there is some pressure it's not gonna hurt him so then we decided all right well let's go to our local er let's go to the one with the NICU because this is they have a pediatric neurologist so maybe they'll because it's like it's saturday at night or saturday afternoon at four o'clock like maybe they'll he's on call they'll call him we go to that ER and we're there for thirteen hours. Good lord! All they did was a blood test, and one of the lives were just sitting there for thirteen hours. Melissa and I have two vending machine meals <laughs> while we're there. <laughs> well, what did you choose? What did you have? Uh, I had a turkey, cool ranch turkey sandwich and oh, uh, a fancy! You didn't say it was a fancy vending machine. Oh yeah, one of those cold van- yeah. vending machines. Melissa had a lunchable. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But then, then at 5 a.m., we've been there since 4, 4 p.m. At 5 a.m., they're like, yeah, we think this is serious, so we're going to send you to Louisville. You could have known it was at serious. At 5 a.m., 13 hours uh-huh. after. So I was like, there's no fucking way I can now get in a car and drive to Louisville. What'd you Thank do? Thank you. Called her parents. And my dad, My dad was out of town. I would have normally called him, but like, yeah, they they get up about that time, so they didn't lose any sleep. They came. That's nice. Got us. We couldn't take Jack, so they had to take him in an ambulance, and so his her parents came, got us, drove us up there. Quickest trip to Louisville ever, because we just laid down, and when I woke up, I was in Louisville. <laughs> so an ambulance took him the whole way? Yep. Which they, they, did, had to, they had to call around and find an ambulance that would take him. They had to have, like, a special, like, an ambulance that was fitted for the, a... That, for and a, they were close to shift change, so not a lot of, like, the county I live in refused. Uh, and then... They're like, yo, just chill, have another Lunchable. They're, they're We're like, going to call we a couple do, ambulances. We'll do it in like two hours. They're like, nope. <laughs> so they called around another uh, two counties over, said well, they would do it. What do you mean you can't wait two hours? All you the... waited 13 hours, you can't wait two hours? Because yes. <laughs> <laughs> all the, both the planes, plane services in town wouldn't wouldn't do it. They said it was too foggy. So they turned him down. So then two, two counties over said they would do it. They came and got him. They took him. We followed behind them, her parents driving. Uh, when we got there, the doctor said, yeah, I think it's just this fever. We'll send you guys home. No, no you're not. And Melissa was like, I don't feel, uh, let's wait and talk to the actual like ER res, you know, resident here. Let's yeah. talk to them. That guy and didn't work there. Who you talked to? He, he was like, he, he looked like super young. Yeah. Super, super young. And then once he talked to the ER doctor, he asked a whole bunch of questions. He was like, okay, I can tell you guys that you're worried about this, so let's go ahead and keep him. I'll admit him. I've admit, admitted people for less, and we'll just see. Well, he kept getting fussier and fussier and fussier, um, and then because that was in, that was into Sunday. <laughs> the doctor comes out. Oh, good thing he didn't leave, because boy, I was wrong. Yeah. There's something. There's something wrong with because his job. Once, once his neurologist that came to shunt was like, "Yeah, okay, we're gonna go in. I don't know that something's wrong, but I'm gonna do it. This is worth at least exploratory surgery." So he went in. And then called us. He's like, oh, yeah, this shunt is totally, totally malfunctioned. It is totally ruined. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on a new one. So what is, like, I know what the, sh- the purpose of the shunt is, mm-hmm. but, like, 
how is it manufactured? Like, I mean, is it like, um, you know, like what can break on it? Like, is well, it- what happened is because it's supposedly the only one like Jack would ever have to have, but so there was a lot of extra in his stomach, like the tubing. And it the the neurologist said he'd never seen this before and ever and all of his all of his years as a neurologist as a pediatric neurosurgeon yeah that Jack's the end the drain part of his tubing had turned upside down and then poked up toward his G tube incision so that U shape prevented it from draining and then that backup caused the whole the whole thing to malfunction and break. Lucky you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A million and one shot, Tyler. It's a million uh, and one shot. Jack just keeps winning these million and one shots (laughs) over and over and over. It's Vegas odds. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, they replaced it, and the next time we saw him, he was just completely back to normal again. Laughing, smiling. Then it was just pain management, and then a few days later, they sent him home, and he's been fine ever since. I'm glad to hear that part. Yep. No, that part's really nice to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's just, but the shunt is because they replaced it, and then so the hole is a little, a little larger than the actual shunt. So if he cries really hard, it'll leak a little bit around oh, the no. around the end. They said it, they, that's normal; it happens. So we know it like heal around it, or it, like, it'll eventually scar over and everything will be fine. Yeah. So Melissa took off the bandage, and he had like a half an inch large protrusion sticking out of his head. So we panic about that. Get an appointment with the neuro the neuro neurologist here in town, and he presses. He's like, yeah, like. Wait for him to cry a little bit. And we waited a little bit, and he got fussier, and eventually he cried really hard. And you saw the thing just start to expand. And then when he calmed down— The protrusion? Just, the protrusion, yeah. It started blowing up, and then once he chilled out, it shrunk again. And he said, if it starts to, like, leak, or you see it get like start to expand further on its head, then that's something to watch for. This, this happens a lot. So he's fine. That'll scar over. It'll be okay. So it's still something we're having to watch. Good but Lord. he's still good. I am so sorry. Well, I mean, he's, I mean, he's still, he was, Melissa had a video today of him, like, laughing and... Yeah. Yeah, so it's all... But, yeah, that's great. I'm very, I'm, like, mm-hmm. very relieved, but at the same time, it's like, dude, I am sorry. Like, that's a shitload of, that's a shitload of stress right there. That's <laughs> yeah. a lot of fucking stress. His YouTube stress. is looking good, too, though, so... <laughs> what was looking good? His YouTube. Yeah? Because well, we were worried about that, because yeah, yeah. he had the wrong size in. Right. But now that, that's been replaced and fixed, and... That's all good. Hasn't popped out at all since, so. That is good. But yeah, let me change to, I got, I got some more stories I'll tell you. All right, okay, okay, all right. Did yeah. you see Babe the pig in the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> Big shunt. I think he's been paying a visit to my house, uh, speaking to my son, because uh, Henry's been writing a lot. Uh, his favorite word to write is Snoopy. It's a word that he... Learn because he wanted to search for Snoopy on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So we taught him how to spell it, and he memorized it. So now he can search for Snoopy on YouTube. He's got a new skill to add to his resume. Okay. Can search for Snoopy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But because of that, it's almost like I live with a serial killer. <laughs> because he also, like, man. Okay, so my mom typically would watch Henry uh, while Nikki and I are at work. But because of my dad's surgery... Obviously, she was uh, in Nashville with him while the procedure was going mm-hmm. on, and then now he's like in recovery. So it's like we don't want her to have to split her attention, you know, mm-hmm. between Dad and Henry. So we we've been sending Henry to preschool every day uh, and daycare every day. Normally he'd just do preschool, but we're we've been doing daycare, and because of that, like 
dude, we're not, I don't think we're going to go back. I, I think, I don't, well, I don't think we're going to, I think we're going to keep him in daycare slash preschool every day full time. Because like after that first week, he likes to come home now and he just writes. Like he just writes letters uh. and he just sounds out like he'll sit at the table and like think of a word and then try to sound it out and write those letters. Okay. Like he put a book together the other day and he's like, without even asking any of any of us for help, he decided he was going to write the word. He was going to write written by Henry and he got R-I-T-T-N. Mm-hmm. And then, then you smacked him for getting the E. Yeah, I was like to the ground. Right, <laughs> the W is d- definitely excusable. <laughs> but like, so the thing is, like, he writes all the time, and he writes with these, with a four-year-old handwriting, handprint, mm-hmm. and it's like, so it's all these shaky capital letters, mm-hmm. and they're all on like all these different colored like <laughs> construction paper. So it's like in my house at any given moment, like it's just littered with construction paper with Snoopy scrolled on it, like over and over and over again. Like it's like I don't the know Sesame Street killer, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like <laughs> the peanuts, the peanut strangler. Ah, shit. <laughs> He's in the house. But yeah, man, it's like at any given time, like, I don't know, I can like open a closet and then like five pieces of brightly colored paper with Snoopy scrolled all over it. It's just like fall out. And it's like, I don't know, like I hear the little like piano, like the creepy piano music from uh, from like Heavy Rain or something. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> I still every time I every time I hear Snoopy, like I'll think of the dog initially, and then shortly after that, I still have the memory of uh, Melissa's first uh, serious boyfriend in high school. Their code for "I love you" was Snoopy. Oh. So they would give each other little Snoopy things. Ah. So if someone says Snoopy, I'm just like, yeah. Do you want me to collect all the all the times that you write Snoopy? I'll give them to you, and like, you can you can give them to Melissa. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell her you didn't write it. <laughs> She'll never know. <laughs> Why does it say Snoopy 16 times and you still don't know how to spell written? <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> um, my Another story this week, a friend asked me, another friend reminded him of this story about Shake, which I don't know if I've told... I know I've told you about it before, but I don't know if I've told it on the show before. I don't know that you have either. You sent me a reminder. You sent yeah, me yeah. like, hey, remember this yeah. kind of message. And I was like, man, I was not there for this, but I do remember hearing the story a long time ago. And because he reminded our friend about it, and the friend's like, what is he talking about? He sent me, he screenshot the conversation, sent it to me. He was like, what's the story behind this? I'm like, oh, man, I thought about this in forever. Okay. Oh, all so right. you were like a source. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I heard about this. Second hand from somebody who actually was there. So, um, friend of the show, hasn't been on in a while, but uh, uh, Ashley Shake, he's, he frequents the Tadpog Nation more and more. Yeah. He he was a big uh, fraternity guy in college, and there was like this inner fraternity sorority show. This is to, to my memory, because I'm getting this second hand. And they had like this hypnotist. Already a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. All right, already it's a bad idea. Like two sentences in. When you say fraternity sorority thing and then hypnotizing, yeah. I've seen enough porn. <laughs> like I know, like what half of the audience is thinking. Because uh-huh. they um, they pulled people, he pulled people on stage and like had them all line up and want to hypnotize them and have them say and act certain ways and whatnot. And it gets to like shake. Shake like, is one of the last ones there. Yeah. 
and like he hypnotizes him and Shake's head goes down. And he's telling Shake, you know, to do some things. I feel like he asked him to balk like a chicken or something like that. And yeah. Shake just stood there, like didn't do anything. Till eventually the guy was like, well, why don't you tell us something uh, interesting about yourself? And Shake just like his head rises in like this hypnotic <laughs> state. He grabs like the crook of his elbow with one arm. Uh-huh. And just like into the microphone, just right up in the microphone, and then very loud lifts up his other arm into the sky, held down. My dick is as big as my arm. <laughs> and like, I thought that was funny because I've heard like that Shake has an enormous dick. So I remember I asked some other, I remember I heard the story, then I asked him about it. He doesn't get embarrassed about much shit at all, but he did not appreciate me even bringing it up to him. So he's going he to love hearing this oh, on he, the show. He, if he ever does, <laughs> if he ever does, I will apologize to him for what I'm doing, but I'm pretty sure he will never get to this point. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I think you I think you But I've also told a bunch of people uh, that his dick is enormous, <laughs> so I think he'll be okay yeah, with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope so. I don't know if Tadbog Nation is going to keep your secret safe. <laughs> you sent me another reminder that I'm super interested about. Uh, I think it was entitled "Most Recent Sex Most Story." Most recent sex story. <laughs> so Tell me about that. This afternoon. Oops! All intro stories. It's Vegas stakes. <laughs> well, there's not a lot to talk about, so it's all right. <laughs> yeah, there's an whole lot. So. Uh, like, my, my pills hit me very early, and Melissa and I didn't get to have sex last night. So before I left work today, I messaged her. I was like, when I get home, I'm going to fuck you. And she's like, oh, oh okay, all right. <laughs> so when I get home, uh, she's been taking care of Jack all day. She puts Jack to bed, closes closes the door in his room. Strip, we both strip, but we don't have a ton of time. You're going to be here in, like, 30 minutes. So I'm going to be here? You're going to be at my house in 30 minutes. Oh, this was this today? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we strip off, and we're fucking as loud as we can be without waking Jack up. So, like, what's the vol- like? What kind of is he a heavy sleeper? What's the volume like? And the volume is probably a little bit louder than we're talking right now. Okay, that's pretty. That's pretty good. And uh, but in the middle of it, suddenly Melissa just fucking panics, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. She she just uh, oh oh my god, and I'm just like I. Pull out like immediately, like I'm soft. Like, oh, did is she die? She have an aneurysm. What, what, just, what just happened? She's like the baby monitor. So we have a sound and video monitor that she had on Jack in the bedroom, which our bed is just like it's half on his swing and half on the bed, and it's on our kitchen table. Oh, yeah. So there's oh yeah video of us fucking yeah. loudly. Who was home? on that baby monitor? Choco Chica and the AJ are home. <laughs> All right. But I know they've just gotten home from school. Yeah. They immediately, like, grab a snack, grow their rooms. That's it. Yeah, I saw both of those girls when I came in, and they didn't seem, like, emotionally scarred. So I have a right. feeling they so, didn't like, see that. As yeah. soon as she says that, like, I go to the door, peek open, like, look around, like, no one's here. Nothing's disturbed because we clean. Like, if they came here to get a <laughs> no snack, there would be, like, a trail. <laughs> like... So I unplug the monitor, and she's like, shit, what can we, you think they saw? I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure they didn't. I think they would say something. Do you knock on the door? Knock hey, on the door. Fucking... Or, yeah. <laughs> and once they no, came. No, no, good. Okay, cool. Once cool. they came out, they were totally fine. Like, if they had seen something, they would have. Because when I talked about it, like, well, at least I have my intro story. She's like, no, you can't. With that, that high school coach that just got, like, in trouble, like, 
Yeah. I, I worry that we can get in trouble for... I was like, I think the baby monitor thing is something a lot of parents have faced. Plus, they didn't see anything. So I think I'm okay to tell the story. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry. You didn't accidentally send the footage to your high school cheerleading team right. that you coach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that beforehand. Like, yep. That's a weird one for me because it's like a lot of people are... I don't know the guy. Like, I don't know that coach. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of people like that coach. And they're defending him. And... I don't know him, so like as an outsider, I guess he must be a good coach because he was a shitty coach. They'd be like, "Get him out of here. Let's get a better coach in here." That is true. Yeah, maybe you think it does. You think it's correlated to his Abs- coaching abilities? Absolutely, absolutely, it is. Those cheerleaders are going to see plenty of dicks. It's fine. They're nah, it's nothing. I don't know, man. I don't. I think that's a that's a whew, that's a hard. Uh, I don't think I want you uh, coaching my kids, <laughs> sir. I just got a message from Melissa saying, Does Please the- don't tell the story about <laughs> I cleared it right before I walked out of the house. Um, does Dave want dumplings? No. Thank you, though. That's very, very nice. Because Melissa's making chicken and dumplings as we were leaving the- to come out here. Yeah. You can tell her it's because I don't, like, she didn't feel very confident in her dumpling-making abilities, so that's why I don't want it. <laughs> Maybe if she had been more confident, then I'd say yeah. <laughs> nah, just kidding. I'm going to get chicken nuggets on the way home. That's kind of my thing. I record on Tuesdays and then go home, and on my way home, I get chicken nuggets from McDonald's. It's a pretty cool ritual. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. And I normally eat them in my driveway before I go in. Yeah. Pretty neat. I get the spicy mustard and dip them in there. Yeah, yeah. there you go. All right. Yeah, it's good. Right. It's a good time. I like that signature sauce. The signature sauce. Signature I'm sauce. not familiar with the signature that's sauce. My, that's my favorite chicken nugget sauce. What is it? I didn't even know this existed. I don't know. Is it a it's, secret? It's a, like a spicy Big Mac sauce, sort of. Hmm. Is it made for chicken nuggets, or is it made for something it's else? It's made for chicken nuggets. Really? hmm All right. Maybe I need to get the signature sauce. Maybe I'll try that tonight. I won't. Well, you get like one. Get like that. Just like, get one. I one. Just like a bite. All right. Man, I don't know who's – at McDonald's, I don't know who's in charge of their sauces, but, like, they need to put me in charge because they're fucking doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. I can't go through a full order of chicken nuggets and, like, not open the second sauce. So first of all, they give you two sauces, mm-hmm. and it's like two sauces is too much, but one sauce is not enough. Not enough. Like, I can go through – so, like, in a nine-piece or ten – is it nine or ten? I don't even know. Anyway, in an order of chicken nuggets, I can get through like 75% of it, and it's like, oh, my sauce, my first sauce packet is done. Mm-hmm. And I got to open that other one, and it's like, well, I'm only going to have like six dips, and then I've got this fucking open packet that I got to deal mm-hmm. with. What's up, what's up with that? I think the only place that does it even sort of right is uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. They have the really, for ketchup, they oh, have I the thought very you meant nice like, ketchup. On like a political, like. Oh, yeah, they're like, really, oh, man. <laughs> You know who does it right? Man, they're the only one doing it right, you know? Yeah. Peanut oil and don't like gays. That's Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Peanut oil and bigotry. Yeah. Something makes the chicken good. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're doing something right because it is very good. It's very delicious. Pickle brine. That's pickle what, brine? That's what they're doing. Is that, the, is that the secret? That's the secret. What are they, like, I know what pickle brine is, but, mm-hmm. like, where does it fall into the They brine their chicken in pickle juice. Before they fry it up? Yep. Ah, uh, okay. Yep, yep. Well, now we know. Now we know. We can make our own Chick-fil-A. It still won't be as good, but we can do it. <laughs> let's do. Let's open a restaurant called Chick-fil-A, but gay people are allowed gay, to work here. Gay filet. Uh, perfect. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Maybe it's a little too, like, gay filet. <laughs> no, well, no. Like, 
It's like chick. Fi- no, no, chick- we're not gonna fillet gay people. Chick <laughs> full gay. Oh, all right, okay. I like the question mark at the end of Chick-fil-gay? it. Chick full gay. Absolutely has to go into the logo. <laughs> and our advertising campaign is just like uh, instead of the cows, it's just straight guys. <laughs> so it's like the same billboards and everything, but it's just like sh- straight guys holding up signs that say "Eat more chicken." See if see if the chicken tastes different. You won't know if they're gay or not. <laughs> some mart. Some mart. See, like see which that. chicken tastes better, shit or gay chicken. That's the fucking Pepsi <laughs> challenge. I like that shit. A blind taste test. Mm, I do. I like that idea. Um, well, Ross, it's your turn. Yeah. Hey, Ross, you've been uh, awfully quiet. Do you have like? I mean, surely you haven't had like any like kind of medical issues or anything that I mean you'd like. Or to do you want any d- dumplings? Yeah, Lump, lumplings. I don't know. Some dumplings. How do you How do you feel about our Chick Fil A idea? Hello, Ross. So I come from a oh, hey, lumpy family. Uh, we always getting um, just strange lumps in places. Uh, they've never been cancerous, touch wood. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things where you sort of find a lump, go to the doctor. He says, no, it's just another lump. Uh, and that's it. They're not, you know, no- nothing's ever too fucking noticeable. So uh, <laughs> never really worried that much about it. Apart from one. Uh, so way back when uh, I must have been... Sort of about 15, 16, um, and I found a lump in my testicles. Oh. Um, obviously fucking terrifying at this stage, uh, because all you ever hear is, oh, testicle lumps, that's cancer. So, uh, you know, I was, I was suitably worried about it, but I did what most people would do in my situation, which was try and forget about it and hope that it just goes away. <laughs> um, and, uh... You know, regular, regular checking, uh, and it was still sort of there. Um, and I was starting to get worried. So I did the one thing that, um, you know, I thought was best at the time, but quickly decided was a terrible idea, which was talk to my mother about it. Uh, <laughs> so I told her, and she was also suitably worried. So to the doctors we went. And uh, he Probably did for what free I expected too. the doctor to do, which was... <laughs> Uh, you know, say just uh, just pop down your trousers and uh, sit on the sit on the bed there. So that's exactly what I did. I sat there, you know, sort of cock and balls out in a, in a doctor's office, and he um, had a good old fondle, and he said, "No, nothing to worry about. It's just a cyst." Uh, so he explained to me that um, when children are born. Or when certainly when boys are born, I don't know. I don't know many women with testicles. Uh, their <laughs> testicles sort of live in a like sack of fluid to keep them safe or warm or both. I don't. I, it, was, it was a long time ago. Um, and as you get older and your balls get bigger, the sack what? of fluid doesn't <laughs> expand. It just sort of shrinks and closes, and the fluid gets absorbed and it goes away. Anyway. Um, regular it sounds like it's quite common for um the fluid sac to sort of get a bit of a kink in it and just create like a fluid filled cyst nothing to worry about um he said it's fine uh it'll probably go away on its own it's still there so it's not um he said we can operate to have it removed if i felt self-conscious about it and personally i don't give a fuck so there it remained anyway thought no more about it um Fast forward uh, a couple of months and I get home and my mum says to me uh, on a 
popular sort of national television show they had a phone in and this is when i started to fucking sweat and the phone in was about um sort of sensitive medical or health issues with your children that you wanted to discuss with a doctor live on air in front of millions of yeah, people <laughs> yeah um, so what does what does she do fucking rings up yeah um and she says oh the uh, the nice doctor lady on the television said that it's always worth getting a second opinion for um, oh, no. issues such as this. Um, I agree with that doctor. And I said, great, that's fine. Um, you know, what else does she say? And this is the line that I fucking loved. She said, I taped it. Perhaps you'd like to listen to it. <laughs> so at one point, there existed a videotape of my mother talking about my bollocks <laughs> to millions of people all over the country, mm. which was fucking great. Anyway... Um, I do, I decide that, you know, maybe she's right. Maybe I should go and get a second opinion. Sure. So off we go to the doctors again. Um, we get a referral to the hospital, get to the hospital. Bear in mind, this is sort of 15, 16 year old me. Um, and, uh, yeah, in walks female doctor. First time a woman's ever fiddled with my cock and balls. Fiddled is probably not the right word. She was a fucking medical professional. First female doctor Um, in the UK. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so she has uh she's having a good old feel and she's like she she corroborates yes it's just a cyst nothing to worry about um it'll go away on its own uh, or it'll stay but now um, i'm a horny <laughs> uh, we could operate and have it removed if you feel self-conscious blah 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 blah. so i say uh what does what would operating entail and she's like oh we'll just make a small incision and sort of tie it off and have it you know remove it and on we go um, and the reason it is still there is because she said, uh, you know, any anything, any operation sort of around the testicular area where we have to, you know, bulldoze our way into your bollocks could leave you sort of sterile. Oh, so sweet. I thought, you know what, mm. maybe, mm. maybe mm. I'll be fucking stupid enough to want children. This did happen. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe I'd like to... You know, like like to do that. So I I just left it, and it has remained ever since. Uh, and that is my super fun opening story about my bollocks. <laughs> Thanks, Ross. Thank I'm so you, glad Ross. that you're here with us today. You know, I um I hope that you have the procedure now that you have a child, mm-hmm. and you do like Nikki and I did, where you have one child and then you have your cyst child. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, there's always that. Well, Ross, don't say anything. Just think about it. But I have sent you a picture of my balls post post surgery. Yeah. Um, so I think you should send me a picture of your balls. I don't like where this with that cyst kind of poking yeah. out pre surgery. Yeah. But you've also been thinking about having a vasectomy. So have your vasectomy, and while you're in there getting sterilized anyway, you may as well get have that, that cyst, cyst out. Knock yeah, it get, out. Get that, get that, get that or that bitch popped out. have the cyst removed, roll the dice. You might not have to get the vasectomy. Yeah, that's... that's How about that? That's a good gambling thing to do, just like you would do in the game we're talking about, Vegas Stakes. Vegas Stakes for the Super <laughs> Nintendo. What are the Vegas odds on whether or not having a cyst removed from your testicle will leave you sterile? Oh, probably not good enough. <laughs> what are the odds you think of uh, that whole, like... Chick-fil-A stuff we said uh, being taken out of context and uh, us hearing about it the oh, next day. No, no, that will never happen. <laughs> never. Uh-uh. You want to talk about Vegas Steaks? Let's talk about fucking Vegas Let's Steaks. Let's fucking do this shit. Tyler, do you hear that? I do. What is? Uh, it sounded like 
Uh, just the most eloquent British person I've ever heard talking about bollocks. British babe. British Br- babe the pig. Mm, fuck yeah. Ross Rachel Green can be our British babe. Well, I already consider him our <laughs> British babe. <laughs> That's right. Of course, uh, the British pig known as uh, Babe, a.k.a. Uh, Ross Rachel Green, uh, squealing in excitement that uh, he has, in fact, hit the Vegas jackpot and has uh, no longer needs a vasectomy because his cyst removal did the trick. (laughs) And now he also won 500 pounds sterling. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess they're going back to all of that, right? Like, like... Yeah, no more Euros, Boris Johnson, hard exit. Because I know they still used it, right? Mm Because, like, when I was in Spain, I think when we went to um, Gibraltar, we had to, like... We were all, like, using Euros, and then all of a sudden it's like... Nope, sorry. You got to convert your money again for most of the things oh, here because huh. it's all in, in pounds sterling. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about uh, the Albion Island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, I hear that, which ushers in a segment that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Okay, guys. Vegas Stakes, known as Las Vegas Dream in Japan, is a gambling video game developed by HAL Laboratory. Mm-hmm. The Kirby folks, I believe. That's the Kirby Earthbound folks. folks. The Earthbound folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was released in April 1993 for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System uh, and for the Game Boy in December 1995. We are specifically going to be talking about the Super Nintendo version, mm-hmm. but I will say that um, right off the bat, I feel like a game like this might work better on the Game Boy, like in a mobile kind of like, mm-hmm. let's kill some time and play a few rounds of blackjack, yep. as opposed to let's make an evening of playing blackjack for six yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Different strokes for different mm-hmm. folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not much of a gambler, you would say. Mm. Uh, the Super NES version supports the Super NES mouse. Uh, while the Game Boy version is compatible with the Super Game Boy and features borders, which uses artwork from the Super Nintendo version. Uh, This game is the sequel to the NES game Vegas Dream, of which I've never played. Mm -hmm. Uh, The goal goal of the game is essentially you go to Las Vegas with $1,000, and using that $1,000, the player must try to win $10 million um, at different casinos in Vegas. Yep. Uh, casino games have never really been my thing. I've been to Vegas and I played like a round of blackjack. I gambled some on the cruise that, uh, took at the end of seminary, but like really these kind of games have never been my thing. I can see people really do enjoy these, especially like Japanese people like Konami's like, yeah, man, fuck that video game shit. Pachinko. Yeah. Gambling's where it's at. And there are a lot of gambling games for the Super mm -hmm. Famicom. So there are only two for the SNES. Yeah. We're playing the good one. This yeah. is the good one. So <laughs> yeah. we got a bad one or a, a lesser one to look forward to in which, the future. Which I can really see. Like, this might not be my bag, but they really, I feel like they tried to put a lot of niceties into this game. They do. They really, really did. Like, I was impressed with all that they tried to do with it to kind of fluff it up a little okay, bit. Okay, so what what fluff? What, what fluffing did you like? Well, they kind of try to add something of a story to it. Yeah. It does open up with you in a car that shifts through like 50 different gears yep. as you drive to Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, there are four different characters that can go with you. Your friends. Yeah. Your friends. Um, little, little things happen during the course of the game. Like there are four four or five different casinos of varying difficulties. 
And there are little interactions you can have while you play, like a lot of them. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of interactions, it's an, and that's a nice little flavor and fluff to it. A lot of interactions, mm-hmm. like a lot, a lot of interactions. <laughs> uh, I made more money in this game through NPC interactions than I did gambling. Mm-hmm. That's outside of when I started cheating at the end to get ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, that the majority of my money had been made from like. Buying a cheap watch from a guy in a casino and then selling that watch to somebody else in the casino. Like, that's one of the interactions. Like, mm-hmm. a, another interaction is like the lottery ticket. The lottery ticket where someone's like, hey, will you buy? I need money. Will you buy, I have this lottery ticket. Will you buy it for $100. And then you do, and then you win a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, another interaction is, hey, do you remember me? And if you say yes, they just give you like $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> When well, somebody tries to like pick your pocket at some point, it is possible to have your pocket picked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's somebody what the, asks you to take them to the ER. Yes, <laughs> and they'll pay you back. Mm-hmm. And like what I've learned from this game is that it certainly had to have been paid by the city of Las Vegas because it's like out of I played this game on Twitch for like three hours and I got some really good help from people mm-hmm. in Twitch chat who knew how to gamble and new methods and stuff like that thank you Time Lord Josh Edwards mm-hmm. and Dr. Drunk and Zalna I knew Josh would be all over that shit um, but like dude I have watched him win big and lose his shirt <laughs> yeah well there's like did he like talk to a whole bunch of random people and cause that's how you make your money if you're yeah, in, yeah. In that's, what, that's what you gotta do yeah build up your did funds. he buy a lot of watches yeah <laughs> <laughs> All over the cruise, just kept buying watches. Kept buying watches. The same guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's like, I like it. I like the fluff, but it kind of like gets to a point where uh, it feels like, like like a challenge run of this game. I would love to see somebody beat this game without like actually playing any of the casino games. Like they just like have <laughs> these random encounters with NPCs. And it's like the reason I think that the city of Las Vegas, like, paid how is because it's like everyone's nice and it's like out of everybody like out of the whole three hours i played i had i don't know dude my guess would be maybe 20 random encounters Mm -hmm. 19 of them if i just trusted them i made a lot of money (laughs) one time i lost like that's how it is in vegas yeah it's vegas baby that's how it works (laughs) you you go you walk around you pick up the the pick the Trading cards with naked women on it, and then you mm-hmm. like buy a watch for a hundred dollars. Someone offers to give you five hundred for it. Someone asks if you remember them. They're like, "Yeah," and they give you thousand dollars. It's Vegas. See your brotherly love, Vegas. Yeah, I remember <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I remember yeah. that movie with Tom yeah. Hanks in it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, because when we played uh, the two-player mode, because you can play poker and single-player. Yeah, let's. You want to talk about the, the talk different about games? The games? Yeah, yeah. There are some games in, there are this, a few. in this game. There are a few. It's mostly in, <laughs> NPC interaction simulator. It really is. Friendly Vegas Resident Simulator 1993. <laughs> Do you want to start you want to start with poker? Poker. Poker. Yep. There is poker. It is a seven card stud. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the Texas Hold'em. Do, do not know the difference. Which was uh, the big craze in the the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. I got in a I got in a that Texas Hold'em craze. The few times I've been to a casino and gambled, uh, uh, I played Texas Hold'em for as long as I possibly could. The goal was not to make any money. The goal was just let me just play poker Break for as even. long as possible yeah. and, and leave the <laughs> leave the casino with as much money as I came in. Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> the perfect casino customer, essentially. <laughs> ah, I see. I see the. I see the lawful neutral man has entered our casino. <laughs> perfect, excellent. I bet we're gonna make a lot of money on this guy. <laughs> Tell my wife her bank account is the same. Yeah, <laughs> right. Good. Good news. Uh, broke even. <laughs> that is a that look, man. If I go into a casino and I walk out with the same amount of money. That is a win because like. I have nothing against gambling. I think if someone wants to gamble, fine, mm-hmm. do it. That's your money. You know, like that, that's that's your that's your thing. Mm-hmm. You do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do it though, because yeah. it's like, in in a video game, it's even weirder because it's like there there was a point when I was playing this game where it's like I don't understand what is the fun and when to make money. <laughs> yeah, I don't really get it either, but. They're super popular. They are super they're not, popular. Not as popular here as in Japan. Sure, but yeah, they're still popular. Yeah. But it's like it's fake money. I get every ad I I see when I play Empires and Puzzles is typically for uh, some kind of Vegas slots machine. But is that real money? Some have been real money. They say so. I don't know how that works. I or, just don't get it with fake money. I really don't like. Yeah. Um, but I think that you could fix that, and I think this game like. Also, how do you get the kids into it? Get a hook them while they're young, where they can't you know yeah. have any money to lose, but. Make it so they get used to the video games. Like, oh, I can win this. Yeah, you can win this, kid. Everyone's friendly in Vegas. Yeah. Look, I mean, if Fallout, you... Fallout New Vegas, I bankrupted every casino on the strip. <laughs> Look, you lose a couple times, no big deal. You find a watch, you sell the watch. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be right back up on your Just feet, be good junior. remembering all the faces. Remember everybody you see. Yeah, and if you don't remember, lie about it. <laughs> Say, I remember you. Do you remember, remember uh, right before you were born when God came down and was like, hey... Let's set your stats. Did you put a lot into luck? You're good. Come on. <laughs> I do think that... The, Don't the, you still have a copy of your character sheet that you got when you were born on the back of your birth birth certificate? No, it's inside us. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> hidden somewhere inside every person is their character sheet. <laughs> there is like... There is a way that I feel like they could make this... The, re, the fake money feel good. Mm-hmm. And I think they take steps towards that. But it's like... I guess because it's a Super Nintendo game, like it's not. I, I, I like what they did with your. You have friends, and you call a friend to go to the casino with you. You mm-hmm. choose from one of your four friends. You got the Leonardo DiCaprio looking guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Fem Blade the Vampire Hunter. Uh-huh. Uh, you have um, Zach Morris, essentially. Yep. And then you've got the fuckable girl. <laughs> like those are the four <laughs> friends that you have. Yep. Um, look, if you want to fuck Fem Blade, the vampire hunter, then that's your business. That's fine. But like, or she looks like the the first spear from a uh, Black Panther. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. But like Maria is like she is like they turn the sex up on Maria like mm-hmm. to eleven, yeah. and they're like, okay, this is the this is the this is the fuck one. Yeah, I see Maria, and I'm like, oh Maria. <laughs> You sing all of it? Do you like that? Yeah, well, I, I, don't, like know, I don't know Latin. I can't sing any more than that. That was a Final Fantasy VI joke. Everyone got it. You know how they played? Everyone got your Final Fantasy VI opera house joke. <laughs> Far away now when autumn turns to spring. You said you didn't know Latin. With... <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> But they were like, I feel like here's how you make me care about fake money. Leverage those relationships with your friends and like make money matter in the game, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like playing this game here, it made me think this is what I want. I want some kind of like visual novel 
uh, gambling game where it's like, take two genres of video games that I really don't care for a whole lot, combine them together, and all of a sudden I think you've got like this perfect honey pop kind of like thing mm, where it's like, all right, you can gamble in this game. The money you do, you buy things with the money. Mm-hmm. And it's like the money matters now, and you don't want to lose the money mm-hmm. because if you lose the money, you can't get the super sexy bra. You got to settle on the okay bra. <laughs> right, and they're just sort of happy with it. They're kind of happy you're not with gonna, it. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to get to show me your pussy in a cutscene level yeah. with with the regular bra, but <laughs> right. All right. even with the patch, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's like really like the way. I that's like the only way that this game could truly interest me is if. They take the, all that the the stuff with the friends and the random encounters, and like it has a pretty big seat in this game. But like, if they made that even more important yep. so to the part where it's like equal to the gambling in the game, yeah. And I wish every character was every companion you could choose was very different, had very different skills and strengths, yeah. and even they could be super basic. Like with one partner, you can never be pickpocketed. With one partner. You sell things for more with one part. Watches, yeah, the, the, the watch, the, expert. the, the watches. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think it'd be great if this game were rom hacked and Babe the Pig were put on it. Yeah, <laughs> the companions are all famous serial killers. Oh man, Albert Fish presents <laughs> Vegas Murder Vacation. <laughs> Albert Fish's Vegas Stakes. Oh no, I like Albert Fish's. Vegas murder vacation. <laughs> I, it's like an old like Lucas Arts game. <laughs> it's like it's like kind of like Sam and Max, but it's just Albert Fish. <laughs> just a weird point and click puzzle where you jab needles in his asshole to get out of the hotel room and go gamble. I can't. I equal parts can't and can believe that Albert Fish is like a reoccurring <laughs> reference on this show now. <laughs> Like on oh, one God. hand, it, on one hand, it's very surreal, but on the other hand, it's like, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like if I could go back in time ten years and be like, dude, like in ten years you're gonna be talking about you know like you're a horrible fucking murderer. You're gonna be like, <laughs> like laughing about it with Tyler while recording a podcast. That would not blow my mind. <laughs> I would probably be like, checks out. All right, checks out. But you're man. gonna keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Am I gonna get a big response from it? No, no, no one no. ever mentions it. You guys just really like it for some reason. You guys love it. <laughs> it's, it's super funny to you guys, and everyone else is just being polite. <laughs> but I want before the next dude. I want to make a weird. I want to make a weird Facebook page where it's just like I'm gonna get into rom hacking with the goal to just add Albert Fish to, to every everything. Super Nintendo game possible. Where it's like, yo, dog, <laughs> Albert Fish's Kirby's Avalanche, <laughs> Albert Fish's X Men Mutant Apocalypse. <laughs> You beat oh, you beat man. Wolverine's level without dying. You unlock <laughs> Albert Fish. He's like Wolverine. He just has his ass needles as claws. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right, we're I done. I want everybody on the way to. So we work out Tadpog prom this year on the way to Louisville for the X- arcade expo. Everybody, please cosplay as Albert. Cosplay. Fish. It's a whole the Guinness Book of World Record largest <laughs> Albert Fish cosplay. <laughs> We have to organize that at Dragon Con. I don't think we can. Do, I don't think we can do that at the Louisville Arcade oh, Expo. Man. But please listen to the three episode series on Albert Fish from Last Pockets on the Left. So I want everybody in on the Albert Fishes, Fish Fishes. 
Also, look for my look for my hot rom hacks. I'm gonna learn how to do that. <laughs> In all oh, my man. spare time, I'm gonna learn how <laughs> to do that. All this spare time, yeah, that's true. So, Dave, what are you gonna do when you retire? Well, first of all, I can't retire. Second of all, uh, <laughs> make a whole bunch of rom hacks with Albert Fish in it. Sound pretty good? I figure he'll be all the rage around 2060. Yeah. So, <laughs> sound pretty sweet. Who wants to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Albert Fish's Tiny Toon Adventures. <laughs> The train level is actually, it's not a train. The train has been replaced by Albert Fish, a giant Albert Fish lying down. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just just going into his ass. <laughs> All right, Vegas, Vegas Stakes. Vegas Stakes. Poker. You were talking about poker. Poker, it's which a, you can only do single player. Which is a bummer because I feel like that would be the most fun to play multiplayer. Uh, the multiplayer is kind of neat because if you have a multi-tap, you can play with up to, to four people, which is neat. Uh, the thing that sucks about the poker, obviously, and the reason it can't be uh, in the multiplayer section is because everybody can see everybody's cards. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so that's kind of a problem. It and it'd be a countdown, three, two, one, close your eyes. Players, one, two, and three, close your eyes <laughs> while player four looks at his cards. Well, uh, I think we're leaving Ross out. Ross, do you have any commentary on, on Vegas Stakes, any part of it? Um, I don't know. I don't see Ross. Oh, I guess he went to the bathroom. He took a break. He took a break. He took a went break. Went to the loo. He took a break. Take his his, his sissy ball sack to the loo. <laughs> they don't call it a I ball really, sack. I really do love Ross, so. They don't call it a ball sack. It's a, it's a bollock satchel, a I bollock, believe. A bollock satchel. <laughs> a three-stone bollock s- <laughs> satchel. The poker's interesting because uh, I didn't know this uh, until. I'm drinking <laughs> rum and pineapple juice if no one can tell. <laughs> we, can, we can all tell. Uh, the uh, the all the poker players have tells because I said satchel with six s's. <laughs> you had a fucking goddamn lot of s's. <laughs> Are you done talking about Vegas stakes? No, <laughs> never. <laughs> we can make this go on forever. I'm I fine know with we it. Can. And in 14 more minutes, I up this ante and take my sleeping medicine. <laughs> oh, that was a poker joke. Yeah. Ante. Up the ante. Yeah, up that ante. I like it. I'm going to double down. You're, yeah. Get some insurance. I do like this wordplay. <laughs> you want to split it? Split. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can make a horn bet. Yeah, don't bust. <laughs> don't bust and wind up in the hospital. That's true. I'm going to sell you my watch. <laughs> I'll buy it. I know. That's a good investment. Mm-hmm. If I've learned anything from this game, is buying cheap watches is a good investment. The poker's fine. It's fine. Yeah. The poker's fine. Everyone has, uh, all the players have different tells, which is cool. Um, there's blackjack. It's pretty much blackjack. We played blackjack for a while. It's blackjack. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, there is roulette, and that's pretty much roulette. Roulettes, which is another game a I don't really get. confusing-ass game. Yep. A very confusing game. Seems the odds are so wild on roulette, like... That is actually the safest game to play in the casino if you are willing to get in trouble at the casino. Uh, Dr. Drunk, I think it was, in Twitch chat, turned me on to a frowned-upon practice Mm -hmm. in roulette, which is to bet money on red or black, choose your color. Mm -hmm. If you win, bet that same amount of money on the same color. If you lose... Double your last bit, your last bet, and keep doubling it until you win, and you'll make money that way. Mm. And it worked. It, it worked in <laughs> it worked in Vegas stakes for sure. Oh well, hell yeah! Okay. The only thing you're limited by is your bankroll mm. and the maximum bet that you can place at the table. 
And that's the main difference between the casinos and the game is um, each casino has a minimum bet and a maximum bet. And the tougher the casino is, the higher the maximum bet is Mm -hmm. and the higher the minimum bet is. And then you, once you get $100,000, you become a high roller. You get high roller status Mm -hmm. and a fifth casino opens up where there are no maximums. So you can really you can really play roulette there mm-hmm. because you don't have to worry about hitting that ceiling and that technique not working. Cuz what is the what is that movie where they keep talking about the high roller? I do not oh, know. Oh, the high roller's coming in. That Zack Snyder movie, the girl who could dance and hypnotize people. They're all in like a asylum. Oh, sucker punch. Sucker punch. Sucker punch. Yeah. Like, that's what I think of when everybody says high roller. I just think, oh, John Hamm lobotomizing people. <laughs> did you see Sucker Punch? I did. I went to the theater and saw Sucker Punch and it was just beautiful movie, bad plot and execution. I just thought, I, I'm curious of seeing it in the theater. Because like, I, when I saw it, I think I saw it like on Netflix or something mm-hmm. like a long time ago. And I remember watching it and being like, okay. I wasn't like offended. Like it wasn't yeah. like, oh my god, this is the worst movie ever. But mm-hmm. I can't imagine that if I like went to a theater, I would have been like, eh, I'm a little disappointed. That looked very good. The action was good, but it just like it was hard to follow and confusing. And you never really every time like the main character baby, whenever she dances, people fall under her spell. But you never actually see her dance besides making two very weird steps right beforehand <laughs> right. and then you're in a weird <laughs> combat scene. Yeah, it's true. So. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a sucker punch SNES game, and then I'm gonna Albert release Fish an Albert it. Fish, <laughs> uh, Albert Fish patch. Albert Fish's sucker punch, where he systematically murders and eats all the main characters in that. Brilliant. But he dances first. The <laughs> <laughs> sexy Albert Fish hypnotizing penis flagellation. The game is free. When he pulls his dick out, and starts cutting on it, it just hypnotizes everybody in the room. The game is free. The patch is fifty dollars. So I feel like I feel like it's gonna work out pretty great. Uh, and the beauty of it is, we don't have to pay the 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 Albert Fish people any money. Yeah, that's just Albert Fish's estate. Nothing. That's just icing. <laughs> uh, what else do we do? Craps. Craps. One thing that was craps in quotation, quotation marks. I don't understand why craps is in quotation marks. I don't either. Is craps like a nickname for like gambling dice game? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We just call it. Uh, I'm trying to think of if I can say if it's a abbreviation for something. Oh, like um, control, resistance, all penguins. Sodomy. Sodomy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we need to control that penguin sodomy. got to control it's, it. It's getting out of hand. I can't even take Henry to the zoo. <laughs> Just almost fell on that penguin sodomy. <laughs> got to make that penguin jank him. Yeah. We're only 9,500 away. <laughs> Patreon.com slash dadbog. You want us to make penguin jank him? Yep. Donate today. <laughs> Help me retire so I can make Albert Fish ROM hacks. <laughs> that should be a Patreon goal. The Captain Ron game and then the Albert Fish Captain the, Ron hack. The DLC. Yeah. Albert Fish <laughs> DLC pack. All right, hear me out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's an RPG okay. set on a cruise ship that's inhabited by famous serial killers of the past. Perfect. All right. And you play as Babe the Pig. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not really after you because you're a pig. They're not after you. They can't murder you, but it's kind of like a Zombies Ate My Neighbors kind of thing where okay. it's like if they murder everybody on the cruise ship, you lose. Oh, it's game over. That's pretty perfect. That's pretty good. That's you what t- needs to happen. Multiplayer. Second player can control Charlotte from mm-hmm. Charlotte's Web. 
and uh. spell out clues. All right. Actually, it's a board game. Never mind. I changed it. <laughs> all right. All right, all right. Oh, that's even better. Right. One player is Charlotte, and Charlotte is dealt cards. You and think each- Starfleet Imperium <laughs> is long and complicated? You have not played Albert Fish's murder cruise ship adventure. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right. One player is Charlotte, and Charlotte is dealt cards face down. Each card has a letter on it, and Charlotte can... It's like Scrabble. It's like, it's like okay, Scrabble's inside this game. You get, you, get, you get random letter tiles, and then you can spell things out in your web to try to give Babe, the main player, clues okay. on which serial killer is going to strike next. Because you have to match up clues to, to how they kill people before to figure out their next victim, who they're going to strike. Exactly. Exactly. And then their weakness. And then their weakness. Yeah. Because Babe doesn't know it, because he's a pig and he doesn't listen to podcasts. Right. So. <laughs> he's not a pod pig. No. You think he would be pretty up on that because he's from the big city, but he went to the big city. <laughs> Did he stay in the big city? I've never seen that one. Have you seen the first one? Many times. Really? Many times. Yeah. I, f- I feel like I knew that. I don't know why I was surprised. Yeah, it was one of the few things that my grandma had at her house. Yeah, so I, I remember you talking about that. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen it. We should watch it together. It won't okay. be weird. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll watch it while listening to the Albert Fish episodes of the last podcast. Backwards. Be great. <laughs> Even better. Hey, you want to come to my uh, Babe the Pig Helter Skelter party? <laughs> <laughs> it's at my house. You'll know You'll know you're there because like... Picture Skelter? It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> you know you're there when you see a whole bunch of paper with like Snoopy scrawled on it all bunch. <laughs> <laughs> It is filled with envelopes full of like your Snoopy <laughs> clippings. I sent you an invitation. <laughs> uh, is there not a whole bunch of construction paper with Snoopy written on it, and the house doesn't smell like cat pee? Probably not my house then. <laughs> <laughs> your house does not smell like cat pee. No, it does right now for sure. Well, the cat room, but not the not your house house. No. Berlioz has gone rogue, man. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, he's decided that he likes to pee at the front door now. Yeah, oh, fuck. which really, which really sucks. Yeah. Ugh. So I'm like, every day I have to clean the like the front. It's because he doesn't get any attention anymore. Okay. And it's like ever since Clementine came, like he lives in fear. So it's like. I don't know. I think he's. I think it's a an attention thing. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. So I'm. I, I'm going. I'm taking the steps now where it's like when Nikki and I go to bed, or when I get, when I decide I'm going to take a nap and never wake up. <laughs> I uh, I let Burley. I'm a Snow White for a while. Yeah, see it's cool. Guys. It's all good. <laughs> um, I'll let Burleyos come in there with us, and then he'll just like snuggle up in bed, mm-hmm. and it's like that. That's he's. In bliss. Yeah. And he doesn't pee in our room. It's just like he'll pee like at the door where it's like, you won't let me in. I'm going to pee at this door. Uh, Yeah. So, anyway, we're dealing with that. It's fun. (laughs) You don't have to deal with cat pee in Vegas Stakes, though. That's true. (laughs) Escape your real world problems (laughs) in a fake Las Vegas. What other games are there? I guess that's it. I think that's it. That's it. And then there's, you win ten million. There's five, yes, you win ten million, which is easy to do if you save state at the Laurel <laughs> Palace, which I think is the <laughs> name of the last casino mm-hmm. you unlock. Um, because I was able to make once I got there, I was able to make like two bets of everything to get to that ten million dollar mark. Damn. Uh, and when you do it, uh, when you reach that ten million dollar mark. Your friend who you took with you, mine was my very fuckable friend Maria. Mm-hmm. 
it's just a coincidence that I brought her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's totally platonic. You like, were playing Prince Rolfs. I get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is like, she asks you, she's like, oh my God, you want like $10 million. What do you want to do? And then you get to type in what you want to do. I typed in, fuck Dracula. And uh, <laughs> then the credits roll and it says, congratulations. And then at the very end, it says, you fuck Dracula. <laughs> Exclamation mark. Perfect, perfect. It's pretty much the best ending. Resurrect Albert Fish. <laughs> you resurrect Albert Fish. And it's like a code. And it's like, if you put that in, you unlock a different mode. <laughs> Hell Casino. It goes just red. Yeah. The 666th Casino unlocks. Now it's now all of a sudden it's a roguelike. <laughs> See how long you can play in this casino until you're murdered by Albert Fish. In this casino, everything. It's 20 graphics you. like Cuphead. <laughs> yeah. It's like a very cartoony Albert Fish. I do like that. I hope in the Cuphead DLC there are copious amounts of <laughs> references to Albert Fish. <laughs> like he's a character. He's like a fish man. <laughs> Sequel to Cuphead Needle Dick starring <laughs> Albert Fish. Uh, do you want to talk about the casinos at all? Sure. There is uh, the Hideaway, mm-hmm. which is the cheap casino. The lowest. Yeah, game. that's the, you don't, not a high state casino. Um, and the, the random encounters change based on what casino you're in. You kind of run into like just regular people at the, at the hideaway. There's the, Oh, I'm just going to interrupt you. Just thinking sure, about, yeah. uh, National Lampoon's Vegas vacation. I've never seen it. I've heard it's bad. I, I remember seeing it once over at my aunt's house and they have to go to a shitty casino to try and win some money back because they've lost everything. Of course. It's a classic Las mm-hmm. Vegas storyline. Yeah. So they go to the shitty, shitty casino where they have games like Old Maid and Go Fish. Ah. And then whenever they started playing War for Money, I was like, oh, I know that one. I love playing War, the worst card game there is. War is pretty bad. Uh, it's right up there with 52-card pickup. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> War is definitely a card game that you play with a child that you desperately need to occupy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> You don't need to occupy the child. Let me rephrase that. You need to occupy their time. <laughs> I'm not Albert Fish over here. I don't occupy children. <laughs> Anymore. Uh, then there is the Golden Paradise Casino, which is like the default one that you start out at. It is very much also, you just kind of run into like regular people. That's where you run into the people who are like, hey, I twisted my ankle. Can you take me to the ER? And you can be like, fuck no. Or yes, mm-hmm. and usually it works out if you say yes. Yep. Um, the man, there is a character in this game because all these all these random encounters and all your friends have portraits, like UN Squadron style, kind of. But they're not they're not like anime style. They're like more realistically portrayed. And dude, there is. I wish this was like a video podcast for just a second, so I could share with you mm. Johnny. I think his name is Johnny. Um, all the character, all the like characters have like different facial expressions and it's like Johnny um man when he smiles he turns into a creature of the night <laughs> like he looks like a mm. legitimate goddamn fucking vampire <laughs> and we have a working theory mm. in Twitch chat that this game actually has hidden vampires in it because there's Fem Blade mm. as one of your friends Johnny definitely turns and at the end of the game, you fuck Dracula. 
That's true. <laughs> so and there are all those people who live in the undercity in Las Vegas in their sewer system. Like, so it all adds up. Yeah. And this part, this part is not a joke. Uh, and he might have tricked me. He might have pulled a fast one on me. Big dicked pie baker Chris Vaughn uh, was like looking through the game's code, and like there is a quote about like secret vampires in the game. <laughs> I don't know if this is real or not. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, it probably is not, but I'm willing. To, yeah. I want to believe. Plausible. I'm, fo- I'm Fox Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there is a back on the casinos. There's a, a casino called Buffalo Head, which okay. is all like old west theme. Mm-hmm. And the random encounters here, every now and then, like you'll run into a dude like dressed as a cowboy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you work here or do you just really like this fucking casino? Like <laughs> And Kramer making bets for the son of sandbag against some <laughs> some Texas gambler. Uh then there's a casino called the 2020, uh, which is kind of like um cyberpunk style casino. Mm-hmm. And uh at some point, you are approached by a Borg You're as part of You're raped by Harrison Ford, <laughs> yeah, right, like yes. happens in every Harrison Ford movie. And then the game like pauses and asks you, are you a real a human or are you a <laughs> robot? Does it matter? And then you have to think about that for a while, mm-hmm. and then you have the option to double down. <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, and then there's the Laurel Palace, which is uh, essentially built inside a, like, Catholic cathedral that's like it's got like it sounds like um, dancing mad music is playing on the organ (laughs) and it's like there's a statue of like I assume like Kefka ascending (laughs) there's a statue like a famous Greek gambler gambler Gambler. (laughs) that's the Greek god of gambling gambler gambler (laughs) mark my words that's gonna be the villain of the next Ghostbusters movie gambler (laughs) it's actually a huge departure does not play, take place in New York. Takes place in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of more. It's like a road trip Ghostbusters movie. Okay, I love it. That's where the two Ghostbusters come together: the male and the female. So by Gambular, oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. They have to unite forces. No one else could take down Gambular. No, of course not. <laughs> it takes Kristen Wiig and Dan Aykroyd. It's true. <laughs> and then that's pretty much it. That's it. That's pretty much it. Yep. <laughs> um, did you like this game? It's not my thing, but I can see where they really tried to make it something, tried to expand beyond just a list of games that they you could did. do. They didn't have to. They did. From what I hear, the other, the Super Caesar's Palace or whatever is more like that. We'll find out. We'll find out eventually. Thanks, Randomizer. Hopefully not next week. <laughs> oh, boy. we're gonna. You don't want to go ahead and knock out all the casino games on the SNES <laughs> in one fell swoop? We can knock off that genre now. Yeah. It's casino month here at Tadpog. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a um, a little, like, it wasn't like a Tiger Electronic deal, but it was like a grown-up Tiger Electronic deal, but was just, it was Blackjack. Uh, a Game I, Boy? Uh, no. Uh, one of the, I okay, said grown-up. I know, I know I what you're talking you about. You missed when I, I said grown-up. Yeah, it was like, um, oh, I see what you meant. When I said, like, not an evolved version of a Tiger right. Electronics, <laughs> like, like, like a Ninja Gaiden uh Tiger Electronics, but it's blackjack. But like one of the, like yeah, like it was made, it was black instead of the white Tiger Electronics. I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, and it yeah, was yeah. like definitely like marketed to adults. Mm-hmm. But I do remember on a long road adults trip, adults with a problem. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe maybe not. Maybe it was just trying to instigate a problem. Yeah, maybe it was like, hey, dog, I heard you like gambling with fake money. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Then you might like this <laughs> shitty Tiger Tiger Electronic game. 
Uh, are you also a follower of Gambular? If, if so, <laughs> you might like this game. Um, I remember having one of those and playing it in the car. I remember picking it up at a gas station because I was bored out of my mind. Um, and my dad, my dad loves to gamble. He really does. Like cra- mm. craps, I'll put that in quotation marks, mm. like is his game. He loves playing craps. Hmm. And I remember going to the casino with him because um, I was like, I'm going to learn how to play craps. My like, dad has a lot of fun playing this game. Mm-hmm. And dude, I don't understand how that game is I know. Is we have the instructions given to us in the board. It was still like, what the fuck's going on I here? I have no idea. Like, and yeah, we, like the Super Nintendo game, Vegas Stakes does a good job of like, if you like select something with the cursor on the playboard and you hit the RL button, it'll tell you what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, hey, you put money here and you if you get it, then you win. If they roll a two, six, a one, uh, or it's divisible by four, then you win. But you, you do know? have to pay somebody 5% of the winnings, and it's like, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? <laughs> like, I've played second edition D&D games that were less complicated than this. Like, I, I can figure out Thacko, but I don't know this shit. You want to make a metal ring in Final Fantasy? All right, well, one, you get a fire crystal. <laughs> yeah. You face northwest, put your belt on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, and, like, it gets to a point where it is like, I don't want to learn this. Like, it's too much. Like, this game isn't, like, fun mm-hmm. because it's all, like, I can I can see why people have fun with it because I guess it's all, like, risk management and, like, optimizing decisions that you make. But it's, like, I don't want to do that. Like, mm-hmm. if I do that, I want to do it in a video game where it doesn't fucking matter, you know? Which is weird for me to say because it's, like, I just sat here and said, it's fake money. Who gives a shit? Like, well, how can you get excited about that? But it's different. I feel like it's different in a, like a video ass game video game because it's like I'm invested in that like I've accepted the fact that this is all fake and if you give me a, if you give me some kind of weight to that currency uh-huh. then all of a sudden it's all of a sudden it matters and I'm not the kind of person that's like look I don't like make a shitload of money I don't go, like that's why I don't gamble yeah, it's, like it's like playing a final fantasy game where you don't have hit points but you get a fuck ton of potions yeah what 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 are the potions for <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So that's a contest. Who get the most potions? <laughs> but I don't need potions. Plus, it's like I think casino games are just boring. Um, I just think they're boring. I mean, roulette. You you bet, and then the drop a ball, and then a random number pops up, and it's like, well, you win or you lose. I guess I don't know. Yeah, the only time I ever had fun with it was in New Vegas, and that's because I had luck nine, and I was just. Betting the max every time till I got kicked out of the casino and got an achievement. So. Yeah, I did all that for the achievement. I didn't enjoy it, truly. Yeah. Like, it was one of those where it's like, sometimes when I, I remember like, man, when the 360 came out and like achievements were a thing, I got really into that. But there were some times where it's like, I'm trying to unlock an achievement and it is like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, I, like, you know, I'll even assess the situation. Yep. And I'm having fun right now? No, I guess I'll just keep doing this. Well, I remember you playing Dead Rising and trying to kill like 10,000 zombies to get the Arthur armor or whatever. And yeah. just you for, you for hours just in a car, just driving <laughs> yeah. in circles, hitting zombies. Listening to podcasts, yep. driving around, <laughs> running over zombies. Yeah, it's true. And uh, but that was worth it because I did get that Arthur armor and it was pretty sweet. So, <laughs> plus it's like I don't know, man. There are certain games where it's like even now, you know, you get like trophies on like PSN. Mm-hmm. There are games where it's like I really like this game. I think it would be fun to platinum this game. I don't do it because it's like when I actually 
look at that. It's like, I'm kind of like, there are other games I'd like to play instead of, you know, like doing the same Spider-Man mission 50 times or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yep, yep. But I don't know, man. Back uh, when the 360 was out and I wasn't married and didn't have a kid, and it's like, yeah, I'll run over 10,000 zombies. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's like, Man, I really hope Henry likes me murdering zombies for hours. Yeah, I really hope I can desensitize Henry to violence real fast. Real fast. The real fast. No, no, no it's okay because they're monsters. Yeah. They look human, Daddy. They're monsters, though. Trust Remember. me. Remember. Yeah, the argument I had with my parents over Resident Evil 2. <laughs> you know how I know they're monsters, Henry? They don't look like us. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a wrong message to send, yeah. They think Chick-fil-A is good because it discriminates against gay people. That's the deal. Rolling over with this car. <laughs> Till you get some special underwear. <laughs> also, uh, I haven't told you about Albert Fish yet, but I feel like now is the appropriate time, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so I kind of feel like I got us uh-huh. up on a tangent. Uh-huh. I asked you what you thought about this game, and then I took it into a weird direction. Oh, no. I mean, not my thing, but I appreciate what all they tried to do with it. So I applaud this game for trying to go outside the box a little bit to make it more entertaining, a little more to do, a little more replayability or something that's not just boring game for game for game. So good on this game. Not my thing, but I can see where this would be the best casino game on the SNES. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like if you like casino games, you're probably going to like this game. Yep. I mean, I think that's pretty much what it boils down to. I think it's a well-done casino game. Uh, Ross, I haven't heard from you in a while. Got any thoughts? Eerily silent over there. Yeah, we haven't done that bit in a long time. Yeah, Albert Fish is the new eerily silent bit. That's how we've evolved as a podcast. Ross. So uh, Vegas Stakes wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be. Uh, I thought it would be a fairly tedious gambling game, which it is. <laughs> uh, but it also has some fairly interesting um, sort of features, which I quite... Oh, fuck. For want of a better word, I'm going to say enjoyed, but that's not technically true. Um, So I think the only way I can really kind of uh, go through um, my thoughts and feelings on the game is by just sort of saying, basically, I wrote like a play-by-play of what happened when I played the game. So I think this is the best way to go through it. So Did you fuck um, fuck Dracula at the end? I on the Wikipedia article. (laughs) And that said, it was compatible with the SNES mouse. So, of course, I played it with a mouse. Well, you know that. Could we said that, that earlier. Um, <laughs> Ross being silly. You get to start the game and uh, pick your character. No, I don't think you pick a character. I think you pick your partner. And the um, sort of face shots of the people just look like fucking monsters. So... Um, Isabel, there was a black lass. I think her name was Isabel. She looked sort of like a digital, like a digitized photo of a real human. So I picked her. <laughs> the other people looked like fucking various Burns victims. So <laughs> not I Maria. Fucked them right, off. Uh, right at the beginning of the game, you go through a little movie. Then you arrive at your hotel and you sign the like sign in register and name your character. So of course I named mine Mister Cock. So Mr. Cock signs the book and the game begins. So you have to pick a hotel or a um, casino, sorry. Um, So I just picked the first one. I didn't realise there was any real difference. So uh, I decided that roulette would probably be the the easiest one. You just click on a number and click go and it fucking does it for you. 
so I played a bit. Um, I only ever played sort of the 50-50s, so if it's going to be odd or even, if it's going to be red or black, sometimes I was very fancy and did like even red. Oh, shit. Uh, and never never really sort of did too well. Um, then a woman, you get like random encounters in the game, and this is where the, the game actually starts to begin a bit become a bit fucking fun um you get these kind of random encounters where people just talk to you and ask you things and talk to you it's not it's not a very lonely i'm going to play this shit game for six hours things do happen um so uh a woman comes up to me and says mr cock i've i've (laughs) tripped and sprained my ankle will you take me to the er uh so i say yes uh it doesn't interrupt the game there's not a cutscene of going to the er you just kind of continue to play and then after your next turn she came back to me and said thanks for taking me to the er have nine thousand pounds <laughs> sorry um which was weird uh so i thought okay let's see what some of these options are and then there's an option where you can ask your partner for some advice and i asked isabel and she said i have a gut feeling it'll land on eight black so i dumped like the max amount into eight black was about five hundred dollars uh and of course it came up fucking red seven (laughs) so i never asked her for advice again um then i played a couple more rounds and the daft woman who sprained her ankle comes up to me i've sprained my ankle will you take me to er great another nine thousand dollars of course i'll fucking do that for you um then a couple more rounds later, a guy comes up to me and says, "Hey, I'm trying to get money to get home. Baby I sold your watch. watch. Yeah, worth a lot of money. <laughs> Will you buy it for two hundred bucks?" I said yes. Then someone comes up to me and says, "Hey, that's a fancy watch. Yep. I'll buy it for a thousand dollars. Fucking great." Moral of the story: Trust everyone uh, in Vegas. <laughs> then I switched to playing the slot machine, which was exactly as you'd have imagined. We didn't talk about slots. On, uh, sort of up to five rows. So it's the three that go horizontally and then the diagonals. So I just bet on all five all the time. Uh, Isabel said, hey, I'm just going to the sports bar. Would you like to bet on the game? Uh, I said, yes, here's $500. Do that for me. And of course, I fucking lost. Although I sort of expect that <laughs> Isabel spent my $500 on a fucking male prostitute or whatever. Um <laughs> Then a very spooky woman, uh, a very spooky, faintly Asian lady comes up to me and says, I've got this diamond necklace. It's worth $5,000. Perhaps you'd like to make me an offer for it. So I wouldn't I buy that thousand, one. And she says, I think it's worth a bit more than that. So I bump it up to two and she says, fine, if you're going to be like that. And she fucks off, never to return. Um <laughs> The woman who sprained both of her ankles came up to me and said that she was having bad luck. No wonder she sprained both her fucking ankles. And says, uh, oh, hey, do you mind if I hang out with you and maybe some of your good luck will rub off on me? Definitely a masturbation joke. Uh, So then she hangs around with me for a couple of games and then says, great, I think that's enough. I'm going to go now. So she goes and then comes back a bit later on and says, I won loads of money. Uh, oh yeah, she says I won fifteen thousand on a slot machine. Fifteen thousand ten thousand dollars. She's obviously not very fucking sensible. Um, <laughs> it's Vegas. Come on, it's all fake I moved money. To a different casino and started playing slots. Um, someone with like someone else pops up and says, "Hey, I'm having bad luck. Can I hang around with you for a minute?" And I say, "Yeah, fine." He hangs around with me for a little bit and says, "Thanks. I think I've seen enough." And then he goes, and then I get a message that says, "You feel a bump." 
you check your pockets, motherfucker stole $9,000 from oh, me. Oh, shit. What a bastard. Um, then some other dickhead comes up to me and says, uh, hey, I bought this lottery ticket, but um, I couldn't, um, like, I need to... I need to sell it to get some money to something, something, something. I so need an I abortion, think, yeah, quick. Right, Buy this lottery ticket. <laughs> that would be like nine and a half grand, which is It'll lovely. be five weeks and ten uh, minutes. I have to go. Some woman in a cowboy. Oh, right, that's it. This uh, The different casino was the, the cowboy one. So a woman in a cowboy hat comes up to me and says, uh, Hey, do you remember me? And I say, absolutely not. I've just got here, dickhead. Uh, so she says wow how rude are you I'm not going to pay back that loan I borrowed from you and now I'd have wish I'd have said yes because she'd have given me money some other dickhead would have been looking for his money back uh, anyway I decide to go look for um, like another another casino and move to Casino 2020 which is sci-fi space casino um, and then a sort of Borg looking motherfucker comes up to me and says hey can I borrow a hundred dollars? It's for my little girl's operation. She's really sick. I'll pay you back. Blah blah blah. I ran that scam and you know. <laughs> so he's not from round here. So I say, yeah, here's a hundred dollars, because at this stage I was fucking rolling in fat cash. I was up about like fifty thousand dollars. Um then some policeman comes up to me and says, Hey, there's a con artist going around asking for money for his little girl's operation. What a dickhead. Um and then I basically put the five lines on the slots and just pissed away all of my money uh, and never got very far. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that took me about an hour and a half. Um, I mean, it was quite interesting. I wanted to keep playing just to see the, the random encounters and I saw quite a few of them. And, uh, yeah, it was interesting. It was not as shit as I expected, but still pretty shit. Thank you, Ross. Harsh. Harsh, but fair. I don't know about fair. Yeah, it sounded fair. like he had some good times there. Had some good times. Yeah. He uh, he didn't take someone to the emergency room twice. I mean, that's fun. <laughs> um, well, do you guys have any achievements? I've got a couple yeah. that came in from uh, Twitch chat uh, using that Chivo command. Uh, thank you. I, I got a lot of submissions, so thank you to everybody who submitted. I have picked out my three favorite ones. I think they're really good. Uh, first achievement I have is I have always depended on the kindness of strangers. <laughs> In order to unlock, I have always depended on the kindness of strangers. You get a gift from an NPC that's more than you've earned at actual actual gambling. Uh, <laughs> that achievement came in from P. Willie Eaton. Next achievement. You know you gotta you gotta have this one. Mm -hmm. If no one had submitted this one, the third one would have been mine. Vegas baby, Vegas. In order to unlock <laughs> Vegas baby, Vegas, you earn this by quoting swingers every time you win a hand. <laughs> this chivo is so fucking money, and you don't even know it. Uh, that achievement came in from Bongo Yoda. Thank you, Bongo Yoda. Uh, and my last achievement comes in from Kana, and that achievement is vampire fucker. In order to unlock Vampire right. Fucker, win $10 million to fuck Dracula. <laughs> Kana doesn't say this because it doesn't need to be said. That's how much money you need to fuck Dracula. Dracula has a price. It's Everybody $10 million. Does. <laughs> Dracula's is $10 million. Everything is sex, David. <laughs> <laughs> what is a man? <laughs> uh, I've got one, and that's, um, I came here to win, not make friends. And that is the quote from every dating game from that one bitchy character. 
Which dating game? Or that date any dating show. I'm oh, sorry. oh, oh, okay. Oh, right, right. Like a reality show. Every reality like dating Big show, Brother. somebody says that. <laughs> I love New York. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, good. New York was the one who said that in like every single one of, that she was in. Uh, you unlock that by just playing the game and saying no to everybody who approaches you. Yeah. That's how I started playing the game. And then I realized, oh. This is Vegas. I should trust everybody. I'll yeah, make a lot absolutely. more money. Yeah. And I did. It worked. <laughs> if I've learned anything from this game, is that I should trust everybody. Unless somebody says they need help for their children. Fuck them. In which case, don't Never do that. believe them. It's a, that's, a, yeah. that's a grift. My, my, the GoFundMe that you had for Jack, huge scam. All of it. God damn it. <laughs> Dude. I didn't like donate a whole bunch of money to that, <laughs> no. but like I did set it up. You started it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about you, Ross? Do you have do you have any achievements for this game? You're totally here, Ross. Ross, Ross, who's totally here? Do you have any achievements for this game, Ross? Ross, who's totally here and not loading on the, the slow <laughs> Wi-Fi, Ross. Why? Thank you for asking, Dave. You're welcome. I do have an achievement. Good. It just my lagged. achievement is called Stop Thief, and that is get robbed by a dirty thieving shitbag. Excellent. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I do want to reach out, say, Ross, I'm sure you're listening, and I'm sorry. He's here. I don't understand what <laughs> What are you doing. That's true. Ross, I want to apologize to you anyway, because we were a week late Hold recording on. this Wait. episode. Hold, I'm going to put him on mute real quick. Okay, good. I don't want him to start crying and everybody right. here. He's on mute. It's fine. He, you, no one will hear him cry. So we had- Much uh, like the children <laughs> in Albert Fish's dungeon. Perfect. <laughs> Because we had our uh, double brain surgery Tuesday. So yeah, we, yeah, two for one. <laughs> like the strip club, we had two for one on brain surgery. Put your hands together. Get your dollar bills. That's right, gentlemen. <laughs> Are you a daddy? Are you an infant son? Come get your brain surgery. Two for one. <laughs> Albert Fish is two for two one. Two for brain one brain surgery. Brain surgery. <laughs> uh, so we had to delay, and then we're tr- going to try to re-record on Saturday. Um, mine and Melissa's third wedding anniversary is September 14th. So I knew the date. I did not realize that the 14th was Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. Um, yeah. So we weren't able to, um, actively record then, but we we're able to actively record now. Yeah. So everything worked yeah. out perfectly. It all worked out. Ross is here recording mm-hmm. with us. Mm-hmm. I still have him on mute because he's probably pretty upset about that. Yeah, not being yeah, able to do yeah. it on Saturday, That's but true. you know, yeah. whatever. He'll deal with it. Br- the British Sunday, Saturday. Yeah. 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 Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have some questions for Mm, you. Perfect. The first of which Mm -hmm. is I want to know if you were to give this game a beard Mm -hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I would have to give it the five o'clock ish shadow of Clark Griswold getting to Wally World. And uh, National Lampoon's what is just vacate? What does it call? What's the full title? Um, the the vacation to Wally World. Uh, I think the full title is National Lampoon's Chevy Chase drives a car for a long time and then punches a moose in the che- nose. Cheats on his wife, punches a moose in the nose, puts a grandma on the roof yeah. of the car. That's <laughs> and, what it's called. And then leaves her to Mork. Yeah. Yes, that's what it's called. Also, we're sorry, Rusty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Col- colon <laughs> the movie. Of uh, just sort of a rage and frustration over losing a big hand, but you know, it's all about the journey, not really the end. Oh, you and, learned something. I yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. We've learned something here today. Yeah, always. I learn something every <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. 
if you were to give this game a pair of glasses that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would that be? Um, I would give it a pair of... Kings. <laughs> oh, <Vegas>. nice. <laughs> All right. Okay, next. Uh, X-ray <laughs> specs that let you see the other player's cards mm. because, like you found out, it's pretty easy to cheat. Yeah, it's really... I mean, it's super easy to cheat when you save state because that's yeah. like what I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, do you remember ads for X-ray specs? Do you remember those? Just barely. Barely, yeah. Lots of kids saw a lot of naked people with those. Fuck and then yeah. they took them off the market. Yep. That's what I heard. Made kids into pornographers. Yeah, it's got to happen someday. Yep. You know, it, it pornographers. all of us one day. They don't just grow on trees. <laughs> they got to <laughs> be. We need the pornographers for our pornographer yeah, market. They need to be molded. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my new Steam name, Moldy Pornographer. <laughs> Mold. I like that. That's like a magic card. That's like a green, ma- that's like a green black green magic black. card. <laughs> Moldy pornographer. <laughs> I tap one one swamp in one forest and put moldy pornographer into play. Once per turn, I can tap moldy pornographer and corrupt one of your child cards. <laughs> I put a corruption token on that child, and then each round I put another token on, and when it reaches that child's defense, it's removed from play. <laughs> it goes into the graveyard. <laughs> it goes into my graveyard. <laughs> Now I play Albert Fish, who sifts <laughs> Albert, tap Albert Schiff to switch, to rifle through your graveyard. All right. Put any, ch- any moldy child token back into play on your defense. Oh, shit. I didn't know he was playing a moldy pornographer deck. <laughs> All right. Now we're that one, that step closer to a Tadpog Magic deck. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Tadpog Magic deck. Tyler. Yes, Dave. How much do you think this game is loose on average on pricecharting.com? Two seventy-five. Two dollars and seventy-five cents. Wanna yep. confirm that? Yep. Okay. Tyler. Two hundred and seventy-five dollars. That's what I want. I just wanted to Two dollars and seventy-five cents. So what's your reasoning? Two hundred and seventy-five pennies. <laughs> uh I can't see this being a I can see where it would sell. Sorta. I can see where they would make a bunch. I can see where it's not a collector's thing. It's not hoarded like yeah had you heard of this game before i don't know i feel like maybe i had i had not like this was like a real surprise for me especially when i was like this is a hal laboratory game like that one that one was the big shocker and then when the credits roll and seeing like awada's name (laughs) at the top it's like okay (laughs) tyler actual retail value of vegas stakes loose for Mm -hmm. the super nintendo on average, according to PriceCharting.com, at the time of this recording, is $5 even. All Five right. bucks. All right. Uh, you can get a complete copy for $8.29. That's pretty, okay, that's pretty good. good. That's pretty good. Uh, you can get a new copy for, you want to take a guess? $56. $13.73. All right. With the price of fucking Vegas steaks going through the fucking <laughs> roof, that's a steal. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have some more questions for you. While Ross was on mute, he DM'd me this quiz. Um, Sweet. As like a bargaining chip to get yeah. unmuted. Oh, I'm not okay. going to do it. Yeah, no. Uh, nah, son. Much like I like to deny pe- bringing people with sprained ankles to the emergency room, I also like to deny giving Ross a voice mm-hmm. right now. Plus, it's his quiz. He knows all the fucking You deny answers. voices and orgasms. I know. I do. I do both of those mm-hmm. things. I do one of those things more than the other. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, 
This quiz is called, How the Fuck Am I Supposed to Theme This One? Perfect. Ten Dave-style questions, the answers to which are games that have an odd or unusual theme that I couldn't get ten of to make a full quiz around. (laughs) Usual game rules apply. Okay. Number one. This top-down game is famous for its explosive multiplayer. Super Bomberman 2 is my guess. Perfect. Locking that in. Very early. Super Bomberman 2. All right. That's one mm-hmm. with uh, with Link and Ramon, I think. Uh-huh. That was where titles were introduced. That's true. Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, earned the first title. Because Ramon said, oh, I thought it was Mike of Purdue. Right. Titles are born. <laughs> Number two, this Metroidvania game sees the protagonist saving peaceful creatures that are being turned into huge, violent monsters. Cave Story is my guess. Cave Story, very good. Yeah, I totally forgot the plot to that. (laughs) That's it, right? They're like the bunnies and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you cool locking that one in? Cave Story. Locking it in. Cave Story. Such a good game. Such such a good good game. It is very good. This game is basically several training stages that culminate in a helicopter fight on the last stage. Pilot, pilot wings? wings, pilot wings. Was there a yeah, helicopter yeah. fight? That's I the secret remember. level or whatever. At oh, the very end, the right. Secret mission. Right. Pilot wings, then locking it in. Pilot wings. It's a good thing Ross is muted; otherwise, he'd probably be lamenting the fact that we're denying his quiz and orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> it's quizgasm. Ooh. Next question. This game features a famous sidekick in this food-matching game. Food-matching game? Yeah. This game features a famous... Uh-oh, I think this quiz is about to come. Uh, Burger time? Are you, oh, yeah. This are game you features... matching food? Who's the famous sidekick? Is this yeah. Yoshi's Cookie? Was that... Yoshi's Cookie. That's it. You think Good that's job. it? Come, yeah. Yoshi's a... Come mess. blind fuck slave. Come, yeah. Yeah, come yeah. blind fl- fuck slave. Fuck slave. Thank you. It is, in fact, Yoshi's Cookie. Good job. Next question. This dating sim involves making money and finding a wife in a fixed time period. Harvest Harvest Moon? Moon? Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. Logging it in. Harvest Moon. It is, in fact, Harvest Moon. Not to be confused with August Moon, a Chinese restaurant (laughs) I went to a lot when I was in college. Yep. Still there. Hey, that's good. It's very very big. Huge buffet now. Did a car run through it, or was that the Mexican restaurant? Someone drove a car through one of those two restaurants. That, that happened in the, to the subway in another town that we live by. We live by. <laughs> I, think it, I think it also happened in our college town to August Moon or the Mexican restaurant. I can't remember the name of. Los Portales. Los Portales. Is that it? That's not. Is that it? That was the one that was by August okay, Moon. Okay, then yeah, that's yeah. it. Uh, next question. This famous, this famous sim features a green-haired advisor in this very ported game. SimCity. Sim I'm locking it in. 2000 or SimCity? We only did SimCity. Okay. So that's why I'm, I'm going with SimCity. Okay. And it is correct. It is SimCity. I can't remember the name of the green-haired guy, though. Is it, is it like the impresario? It's not the impresario, it's like Ignatius but it's something. or something okay. like that. I don't know. I can't remember what it is. I might be confusing him with Tim Ignatius Tunes. <laughs> that's probably the case. Uh, next question. This game is the continuation of a popular film. Alien 3? Guess it could be. The continuation of a popular film. It starts where the film ends and it keeps going. That's what I would assume. Okay, so it's not like Aladdin or any of the Disney movies. Alien 3? Okay. It's a guess. I'm trying to think. Because of... I can't think of any other movie games that are like that. What do we do around SimCity? I don't really remember. I have no clue. I'm trying to think of movie games that we and covered. we haven't done the Back to the Future Telltale game, so. Because that, that was... Rumored to be the script Back to the Future 4. Yeah. 
Same with the uh, Ghostbusters video game. Mm, yep. That was rumored to be like the Ghostbusters mm. 3 script kind of deal. I, I mean, I don't know. Alien 3 is a guess. Alien 3. I'd say go with it. Lock it in. All right. Locking it in. It is, fuck, The Goonies 2. The Goonies okay. 2. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, next question. This game. Ah, shit. Our quiz orgasmed. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to take my hands off it, though. I'm going to ruin yeah, it. Yeah, deny it. Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, ruin it. Ruin it. <laughs> now I'm going to say mean things to it. That question wasn't very fair, was it? All right, now continuing. <laughs> I've, had, I've had much better questions. Yes, now we'll continue stroking the quiz. <laughs> this game was the last NES game released in North America. Kirby's Adventure 3? That's not really a weird game, though. That, I was, a, that-, that was an SNES game. Oh, you say NES? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. This game was the last NES game released in North America. Tournament Fighters? TMNT Tournament Fighters? Yeah. Maybe. I feel like that's a big jump that's from a, Goonies that, 2. That is a massive jump. What other NES games did we cover early? <sighs> Rygar, Pac-Man. Because I know, like, wasn't, like, Frogger, like, the last, like, SNES game so I, I wrote official? The, I thought it was Kirby was the last one. For NES or SNES? For SNES. I keep, hearing, really? I keep hearing you wrong, Doug. <laughs> it's a silent ass. Uh, Kirby was super late. Mm-hmm. Kirby, Kirby's, I, and I, there are so many Kirby games that are so super similar and have similar names that I can't remember the names of them. Yeah. But the first Kirby game for the NES was super late, but I don't think that it was the last NES game that was released in North America. Yeah, the last NES one, I can't even. And, and Kirby was pretty recent. We talked about that pretty recently. Mm-hmm. What was the other one that you said? Tournament Fighters? Tournament Fighters? I feel like that was... I don't really know, though. Monster Party? <laughs> Monster, Monster Party of the Year. That's a, that, that's a pretty... <laughs> that fits about this timeline. Oh, damn. Um, Inca? No, that was <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't either. You want to say Kirby? Uh, Star, Star Tropics? Star Ropics? No, it couldn't have been that. I feel like, I mean, Tournament Fighters is a weird little game. I feel like we would have made a big deal about the last NES game released in North America. In North America. Kirby was super late, man, maybe. But there's no way, right? No, I I, I don't know. Because we haven't done Tournament Fighters NES, so we just done the SNES one. The last NES game released in America. Turtles 3, Manhattan Project. I don't. I don't know. It would have been something. I feel like there, like there was something released in like '94 or something like that for the NES. Kirby was su- was super late. Like Kirby was like out after the Super Nintendo. Have we done an NES Kirby? Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, as part of because it, it was on the NES Classic. Oh, you're right. Okay. Kirby. Sure. All right, logging it in. Wario's Woods. Wario's I, Woods. I had no idea. I didn't either. We probably said it on the show, but I forgot. Next question. Oh, shit. Our quiz orgasmed again. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Next question. This dating sim sees the player sent to a school with an unusual student body. Katawashujo. Or does he mean to a school? They all have strange bodies. With students with unusual (laughs) bodies. (laughs) Logging in. uh, Katawashujo. Oh, my God. It's not, but it totally is. His answer is Hatoful Boyfriend, which... That question that absolutely no. That doesn't take place exclusively at a school. Right, it's Katawa Shoujo. I give us credit for that one. Yeah, we got it. All right, last question. Wait, I'm gonna wait. I think I'm gonna unmute Ross for that. I just <laughs> okay. want to hear his explanation All for right. it. All right. Yeah, fuck it. Never mind. Yeah, this, I, I yeah. didn't think you had a good one, Ross. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm muting, muting again. Last question. This on-rails FPS features a non-violent way to shoot small creatures. That is Pokemon Snap, 100% oh, sure. nice. Good job. Logging that in. It is, in fact, Pokemon Snap. Oh, we only let that, we only let that quiz come twice. <laughs> All right. It's not bad. We got a B. Thank you, Ross. We got a B in domination. Look at us. Yes, thanks, Ross. I appreciate it, but not enough to unmute you. Want to find out what we're playing next? Yes, please. Sounds perfect. All, All right. right. Face your pleasure holes out, in a random direction. direction. Get that bat. Put my forward on it. Spin around. Donnie Jeff <laughs> The avatar of the randomizer? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Do you think we could get Donnie Jeff on the show? Ooh. I don't think that we could. Ooh, probably not. I don't think there's a an fucking chance in the world he listens to this and is like, no, nah, there's no fucking way. These guys really respect my body of work. <laughs> right. I'm going to be on their show. Look, I feel like we do respect his <laughs> body of work. What I think he's going to be turned off by is like all the Alfred Fish bullshit that we spend at least 20% uh, of each show on. Unless he's a big fan of Albert Fish. Albert Fish. <laughs> <laughs> he finds us through Albert Fish fan sites. You know, I don't agree with Albert Fish, but you got to admire the guy's work. <laughs> <laughs> no one ate children better in the 20s than Albert Fish. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird slogan for Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's our new mushroomous whisperer. Like Dave always said. <laughs> like Dave always said. Albert Fish always said. <laughs> you know Dave Tom is always quoting Albert Fish. Always. The patties need to be square and hang over the burger. No one ate little girls' asses like <laughs> <laughs> so, Donnie Jeffcoat, uh, you're welcome to come on the show anytime. <laughs> yeah, the point is, Donnie Jeffcoat, be on our show. We love you, and we do we do love your body of work. Uh, <laughs> let's pray to the randomizer. Let's find out what game we're playing next. No Emmys, no Emmys, no Emmys, stop. <laughs> 345. Oof, not great. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. I got three words for you. First word. Super Alfred <laughs> Chicken. Super Alfred Chicken. We got it. It's not Super Alfred Chicken. It is Mickey's Ultimate Challenge. Okay. Mickey's right. Ultimate Challenge. Let's do it. M-U-C. K-E-Y. <laughs> C-U-M. <laughs> All right, there we go. That's it. Mickey's Ultimate Challenge. I bet that's going to be great. Yep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. Uh, a video game featuring a famous cartoon character, uh, which the game I've never heard of. It's yep, probably going to be I heard of that one. super fantastic. They ha- I've never played a Mickey game that it wasn't at least okay, though. All right. That's an opinion. <laughs> that, that, is, <laughs> <you're right. laughs> that is an opinion. <laughs> Out of the four I've played, they've all been pretty okay. <laughs> I think we should play Mickey Mouse Capades is what I think we should do. Oh, for the NES? Yeah. yeah. With Mickey and Minnie. Fuck yeah. And Useless ass Minnie. Fucking brooms. Yep. Dancing around and shit. Collecting keys and Pete shit. Yep. Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't done that. I think we have talked. We talked about talked doing about it a long it. time ago yeah. and then just never did it, like most of the things. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. So next episode, Mickey's... What is it again? <laughs> Guess. Ulti- Mickey's Ultimate Challenge? Yeah! 
right. Got it. <sighs> <laughs> Turns out Mickey's ultimate challenge is see how many children that you can corrupt with your moldy pornographer. <laughs> it's my Mickey Mouse deck. <laughs> All right, Mickey, whatever you say. <laughs> All right, we have one, we have two cards, two cards in for our five color Tadpog magic deck. Yeah, we got a green, we got a green black combo card. Well, we got the Albert Fish card too that goes to the graveyard. Oh, uh, that's right, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Weirdly enough, the Albert Fish card—it's it's just an artifact. <laughs> <laughs> it's colorless. Well, it's true. Yeah, we need to have Planeswalker Albert Fish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's sadder—that card or the fact that I really think that a serial killer trading card game would probably sell. <laughs> yeah. Imagine the gathering trade serial no, killer trading card game. We gotta like we gotta like I mean because Wednesday Adams had her serial killer trading cards oh in uh, Adams Family Values. God, I forgot about that. Eat yep. me. That's all I can remember about that one. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Let's do let's finish this. Okay. <laughs> uh you got that next time. Um you want to leave us reviews, iTunes, Stitcher, write us a letter, Facebook, write us a letter to Tadbox Studios, Kevin Cole, Nance, Peel Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky 42002. Get out your Ouija board, mm-hmm. contact your local dead serial killer, <laughs> let them know about <laughs> us. Know. Please, actually, please don't. I keep a radio just playing <laughs> static in this garage 24 7 in case somebody tries to contact us. Yeah, we've all, look, we've all seen Frequency. We've all done that uh-huh. since we saw Frequency. We all yep. got our radios and left them on to talk to our dads. Dave and I watched 10 minutes of this guy interviewing, um, who was the guy who played the Star Spangled Banner at Woodstock? Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Remember, yeah. we watched found that weird YouTube video where the guy is using radio static to contact Jimi, Jimi Hendrix, Hendrix and interview him. I do. He had a whole channel full of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was doing very well. Yeah, yeah. Well, much better than we are. Yep. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> look, I'm not. I don't want to like. I'm not trying to hate on the guy or anything, but like what Tyler said was true. Like he has a channel where he just talked to Jimi Hendrix through static on a radio. Mm-hmm. Very successful. Well produced. Yeah. You no, know, it was. It was. Like, I'm not like, yeah, I don't want to hate on the guy, but I mean, come on. <laughs> it reminded me of something out of like seventh guest. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we watched it. It's so true. something there. It's true. Not a whole episode, but we watched 10 minutes we of it. We did watch 10 minutes. <laughs> so it was 20 minutes of that per episode. To be fair, I was like, what does Jimmy have to say? Yeah. <laughs> Heather, Four green. What? Okay. <laughs> I think he meant to say heroin's pretty great. Listerine. <laughs> oh, man. Um, shit, what do we do? Hey, Tadblog underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram. We give us a call, 270-883-2555. Thank you very much, Ross. Yeah, thanks for being on the show, Ross. appreciate you. Patreon. Got the Patreon jam. We do have a Patreon. If uh, Hey, did you enjoy this? Did you make it to this point in the show? In which case, you do legally owe us a dollar. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash tadpog underscore podcast, uh, and you can join uh, the ranks of the... Probably, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. The best Tadpog listeners uh, are the ones who support us on Patreon. Um, also, huge thank you to those who donate because we try to do bonus episodes for Patreon. And twice now, we've pulled from Patreon mm. to, uh, reg- to publish on our regular feed, which honestly makes me feel like 
I never want to miss a week is kind of the thing. Yep. And I want to do whatever I can, whatever we can to make sure that, that we don't miss a week. And because I, I really hate to pull Patreon episodes and put on the feed because I want it to be special for the donors. But what I'm trying to say is thank you very much to those who donate because without you guys, we wouldn't have had an episode last week. Mm-hmm. And I really, truly do uh, appreciate that. Um, I'd like to thank a few people who have recently donated to us. Mm. I'd like to thank. This is tough because we missed that week, so I'm not sure how far back I need to go. So we'll just do this. I'd like to thank Ben Hannibal, if you've been thanked already. It's your lucky day, buddy. Vegas Stakes. Thank you again. Definitely appreciate the new donation. Uh, I'd like to thank Victor Hart. Thank you for your new do- your new donation. Good Lord. The Baja Blast is coursing through <laughs> my, my veins right now. I'd also like to thank Grim1383. Uh, for his donation, and I'd like to thank Daniel Abernathy for an enormous donation. Thank you, Daniel. Holy shit, we fucking love you. You're a, you're like our, you're like a pretty much our, pretty much our new master. Dan, Dan the man. It goes randomizer. Dan the man. I like it. Alex Pena. Randomizer. Uh huh. Wait, no, no, wait. Alex Pena. Alex Pena. Randomizer. Cousin David. Cousin David. Platinum member Brett Miller. Dan, Dan the, the man, man Abernathy. Abernathy. <laughs> All right. Awesome. I love it. Daniel, seriously, thank you. That's fucking awesome. You are amazing. Uh, and I'd also like to thank one Nicole Nance. Yeah. Thank you very That's much, nice. Nicole. That is That's very nice. nice. Super sweet of you. Very much appreciate. Giving us money and not listening. It's very, I appreciate it. I'm good with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm, I mean, <laughs> that, that, honestly, I think that works out better. It's because for talked, all of us. Well, we talked about the minions, and that, she made, her very, <laughs> yeah, that no. made her very, very happy. So she pledged. <laughs> I do think that it is kind of funny the timing on that because <laughs> the last time we did mention her, it was her or Josh cosplaying as a minion oh, for yeah. sexual pleasure. That is her main kink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly not so much a kink of fetish. (laughs) Cannot finish without it. I mean, she probably wouldn't give us money if it weren't true. I mean, exactly. (laughs) I just knocked the cup over. I thought that was me. Oh my god, how's the cup? How are you? Is everyone okay? Man, my nuts went all the way up in my stomach when that happened. (laughs) I thought for sure that there was a raccoon in here. (laughs) I'm not saying there's not. All right, let's close it before it gets us. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Uh, just that our theme song has moved by Sycamore Drive. Leave the track for the show notes at hatbog.com. Hey, we'll close this one out, Dave. Uh, as our favorite gambler, Kenny okay. Rogers. Oh, oh, oh I'm, mine is Kenny Rogers. Okay. <laughs> so until next time. Charlie Brown's teacher was you. Setzer Gabbiani. A.K.A. Charlie Brown's teacher. Did you know? Gaming facts. Did you know? Did you know gaming featuring Tadbog? <laughs> Charlie Brown was instructed by Setzer Gabbiani of Final Fantasy VI fame above his famous airship. You have a good YouTube voice. I like it. You, Just, yeah. Hit me up, did you know gaming? <laughs> I'll read one. All right, Gabbianos. It's your boy Dave here with some gaming tips. Did you know? <laughs> if you've prayed Albert Fish, you get an infinite lives in Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs>
Do you motherfuckers get Tizer in the US? I don't know why I'm asking that. I know you fucking don't. Because the can says, the great British pop. Not the great American pop, the great British pop. And do you know why you don't get it now? Because you motherfuckers fell out with us over something. Fucking Abraham Lincoln walked to Delaware and spilt his coffee in the river or whatever the <laughs> shit happened. I don't know. No one teaches fucking American history. Shut up. Fuck you. Anyway, Tizer is... Uh, a drink, obviously, uh, made by a company called Bar. They are the same people that make Iron Brew, the fucking ambrosia ah. of the gods. Um, it's not as nice, though. <laughs> it is a weird kind of fucking chemically red color. Like Iron Brew is kind of fucking chemically orange. This is chemically red. Um, it doesn't really taste of anything. Ingredients say it's a citrus flavor, but I suspect that means... No fucking flavour whatsoever. This is highly carbonated sugar water. It, I, it kind of vaguely tastes fruity, I think. Uh, but it leaves no lasting impression. Um, it's not particularly nice. It's just like drinking fizzy water. That is red and makes your teeth hurt. So, uh, yeah, overall, not a great drink. But, um, you know, you fuckers don't get it, so it's great. Um, and uh, fuck it's been so long since I've listened to a soda jerks I don't even know what you guys talk about so yeah it is it's red it comes in a can Um, it doesn't really taste of anything I think you can buy it on like American (laughs) websites for like $8 for four don't waste your fucking time or money it's not even that nice uh, it wouldn't mix well with alcohol. Well, that's not true. It would mix well with alcohol in that alcohol's not much denser and it just sinks to the bottom. Um, it just wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't taste of anything. It, it'd just be like red red alcohol that is slightly watered down. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, n- not great. Uh, but, you know, it's, uh, you know, you don't get it. So there, 